What's up? This is the Tuesday Show. I'm Ultra David. And I'm James Chen. And Tasty Steve. That's right. Whoa. Whoa. What is going on? What is going on? Hopefully that's audible. Yeah, people uh, people in the chat let us know if, they're, if, if, if they can hear Steve, so... Sick. All right, so we have Tasty Steve joining us via the Skype. Sejan couldn't be here. Mm-hmm. What are we going to talk about today? Oh, I have all the wrong topics All here. the wrong topics. <laughs> I have all the wrong topics. Come on, James. We practice this. I know, right? I know. We always do this. We have all the crazy stuff that we always do. Whoops. Let's change the topics here. Well, we're going we're gonna to find out on the fly. What do we got number one? Uh, we're going to have tier lists. We're going to talk about tier lists in general, and also in Street Fighter V, our thoughts mm-hmm. so far. That was a thing today, so we'll follow up on that. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about events such as Defend the North, but also James did a couple things, and also there was a thing in Spain. That's right. And we're going to talk about other stuff, games, community, and probably not. Yeah. yeah, there you go. There miscellaneous you go. it is. Ooh, there you go. All, All right. right, Stevie, what's going on? Nothing, man. Just finish up the stream for the day. Um, but other than that, what'd you guys play today? What'd you guys play? Well, um, Clockwork and Reynolds came over, and oh, Clock, sick. you know, is new to the whole um, hitbox thing. But he's been playing a lot more Street Fighter. Now he's been playing a Buki, and he says he hasn't. He's only played, I believe, Nerd Josh in person. Okay. So he came over today, and Reynolds. I don't know if you guys saw my last stream from uh, the Tuesday, from uh, sure. Taste of Tuesday, which had Reynolds playing mostly. Um, Ibuki and doing some crazy stuff. Dude, okay. All these Ibuki players, dude. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, hmm. and Rayo really likes the character. Says he's having a lot of fun with her. Um, so he has a lot of setups, like a, a lot of crazy setups. I'm, I'm telling you guys, if you don't believe me and you want to see it, just check the archive. But he was, he came with some new setups. Um, just a lot of fun. Kizzy was here, and Kizzy was playing a few characters. A few different characters, and he says he's in a crisis right now. But other than that, just same old, same old. That's cool. All okay. right. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing Clockwork on that. I didn't get to watch it all today, but I'll I'll look that up. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I mean, the, anyway. the the main thing. I I mean, what, there was there hasn't been any blow up Tuesdays today. Nothing crazy. Yeah. Going on here, but oh, not yet. Not yet. Well, that's true. <laughs> Tuesday's not done yet, and we're we're on the air now. So now yeah. it's time for us to I shots. Mean, we... Yeah, exactly. Europe sucks at street fighting. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. I'm totally joking. I'm totally joking. Um, okay. Um, so uh, what happened was uh, I'm not sure what prompted this, but Filipino champ just tweeted out like, "Here's my top eight in Street Fighter Five in order." His characters. His oh, characters. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know it was in order. I haven't seen this yet. Yeah, and he's like, um, "What's your opinion?" And then PR Rog responded to him, and then a bunch of people started responding to him. So I'm actually just kind of curious. So the game has been out. Evo is done. It's kind of like that halfway point before we're getting into Capcom Cup. Right. I think it's kind of a fair time to try to assess what we think of the characters because I think you know, obviously the you know, jury Ibuki as you're talking about and Guile might still be kind of you know on the wherever they are but then like this weekend on the online qualifier we saw Ta- Takuya Sugi just do ridiculous work with yeah. Alex dude. yeah Alex so, is in there so um, I'm just curious to see what everybody's uh, you know where they stand in terms of the tiers and I can go over F champs and uh, PR Rogs, and then we can just kind of talk about our owns. I, I've already made my own, and I won't change them 
based on what these folks say. Okay. Ditto. Ditto. Yeah. Ditto. I have I'm my, looking at my list right now. I yeah, I got, my, I got mine written down. Let's do it. What, okay. I have mine. But then afterwards, I also want to talk about what we think of tier lists. Are they overrated? Oh, Are they yeah. super important? That's How do you stuff. use to, tier lists, etc., etc. So, um, okay. Oh, I guess there was a lot of that, like, Smash fighting game community kind of division that's been going Again, on. Again, I haven't been on Twitter too much the last couple of days, so oh, okay. if you, okay. I'm down to talk about that or anything All else. All right, well, let's, let's, go, let's go to the tier list here. So, FChamp here tweeted out that his tier list is number one is Ryu, number two is Chun. Mm-hmm. You know, that seems like it kind of makes, you know, common sense here. A lot, yeah. a lot of people are going to go that. Yeah. Number three is Kami. Okay. Number four is Ken. Number five is Karen. Number six oh, wow. is Nash. Number seven is Nikali. Okay. And number eight is Armika. Interesting. Uh, so again, okay. that's Ryu, Chun, Kami, Ken. Can you put it up on the thing? If, if is that Actually, possible? You know, I should be able to do that now that I have this kind of little fanciness. Here. We're gonna get it up on the old television for you. Ah, there, hey, we go. So there you go. Perfect. Ah, <laughs> oh, there we go. Oh, look at this. We're even. It's all right. <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm working on it here. Right. So yeah, uh, but except I have going. to look this way, right? And um, hey. Uh, anyway, uh, hey, what's going on, dude? Hey. How's it going? Hey. hey, Steve has no idea what we're doing no, at all right now. I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds really bad for my end. Hey, look. Hey, you know. No, I mean the point it? that we're doing this. The point that we're doing this six months in it because I feel like this is a good time to assess the game right now to yeah. see where we think it stands right now. So let's go to PR Rog's list here. Um, uh, PR Rog, very similar, thinks Ryu and Chun are one and two. Okay. And then he has Ken as number three and Nikali as number four. Okay. Kami as number five. Karen as number six. Mika as number seven. And eight as Nash. Now, the interesting thing about it is these are the same eight characters that Filipino Champ has. You're right. In a completely different order. Uh, not a completely, but you know, a slightly bit. different order. But it's yeah. still the same eight characters. Right. So are these the top eight characters Very at this interesting. point? Are Very interesting. Are these the top eight characters at this point? Okay, okay. Well, do who, you want to get to ours? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who do you want to go first? Do you want me, you, Steve, or what do you want to do? What do you want to do? Steve, what do you got for me? Okay, all right. So here we go. Now... I will say this isn't in a specific order, but Ryu, Chun-Li, Ken, Karen, Kami, Nikali, Nash. And my last one is like really interchangeable to me because I feel like it's based off of me not knowing how to fight the character. So <laughs> it is what it is. Um, I mean, I feel like that spot can be... I mean, I feel like that's a variable spot anyway. Dude, um, you're a us, a learning spot. You're leaving, so. leaving us hanging here, Steve. Who is it? I would say Armika. Okay. 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 Is that the same, same top eight? eight? Very interesting. Same top eight. Very interesting. There you go. Okay. Okay. There you go. So this is. Can you put Steve. a Can you put a tasty on top of that? So we should, <laughs> we'll have we'll have these three columns up here. Oh, you want me to do columns here? Yeah, let's just, yeah. If you want me to do columns, I got to do something that's not no oh. <laughs> It doesn't need to be so fancy. I can feel him smiling through the internet. Like, I'm going to do something cool. Watch this. Um, it's like Cammy doing cannon drill, and then his name comes up. Anyway. Dude, that would be so sick. Uh, yeah. I, I'd be down with that. I'd be down with that. Okay, so this is Tasty Steve. Tasty list. Steve. Okay. Interestingly, my list is going to go... 
Here, let me bust this out over here. Okay, you got your own. I've yeah, okay. I got my own list over here. I'll okay. read it off to you, okay? Okay. So my list is, uh, let me do this here. I'll do... Are you also in order? Yes, I am. So mine is, uh, Chun-Li is number one. Chun-Li number one. Ryu is number two. Ken is number three. So okay. it's very similar here so far. Mikali is four. Interesting. Now, five and six, I had a really trouble... I had a really hard time deciding which way would go in what order. I'm leaning towards Cami and then Karen, and then I have Nash, and guess what? Damn. I have Armika. This is crazy. It's the same eight characters. From four people now. From four people now. Will the streak continue? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. You don't think it's gonna? I'm, I'm pretty sure David, just for the hell of it, like, hey, guess what, guys? I don't like any of your picks. Here yeah. is Vega. And also, yep. and because I like the hair on his chest. Well, I do like the hair on his chest. Also, he has cool calf hair. Oh, here we go. That's yeah. gross. His I mean, calf look, hair is I'll say this about my list here. So this this Cami and Karen swap here was really tough because I really honestly feel like these two are like the same characters, but they have slightly different advantages over each other. Interesting. I see, it's it's I see. really, really hard for me to decide which one has better uh, advantage. And to me, Cami has the advantage over Karen because of uh, better corner carry and um, also, uh, what do you call it, um, uppercut. Just having an uppercut and really good anti-airs. Karen's anti-airs are really bad, right? But Karen has a way more hit confirmable super. She has a better stand medium kick. She's got a better sweep. She's got a stand roundhouse that Cami doesn't have. And the right. other thing, too, is that Karen has that crazy corner reset off of the crouch jab, which really gives her a, a one whole extra level of mix-up, and she has a way to get in with the shoulder. Sounds like everything I've said means Karen is better than Cammy, yeah. but it's just like that anti-air is like okay. so crucial. And, ha you know, I've downplayed uppercuts, right? But having uppercuts does turn those situations from a 50-50 to a rock, paper, scissors. Right. Do you, do you feel like in this game that that having a DP is so integral? But I mean, even with the inclusion of like crush counter where you can bait them so heavily... Or just because it's a clear-cut decision to have an answer on the jumping. I don't think it's as, def as like, a lot of people are like, you can't be top tier unless you have a natural yeah. DP. I don't agree with that at all, but I think having it definitely helps. But I've also seen a lot of people lose really badly because they used it. I just think having the threat of it, at least, like, for example, if Armika gets into a reset where it's towards Fierce or Clap, or I'm sorry, towards fierce or throw. Yeah. At least you have another option to throw in there. So it's more, I think it's the threat of it that's super important more than, it's not necessarily even that it's anti-air that makes it good. It's just having it on wake-up situations that I think is super important. I think you're right. Okay. Um. All right, let's, let, let's go to David's list here. Oh, do, I mean, everyone else had Ryu and then Chun-Li. Do you want me to talk about why I have Chun-Li over Ryu or? Sure. Um, Reason why? Because I feel like every character fights Ryu decently. Like, I don't feel like Ryu blows up a lot. Like, Zangief, who's a bad character, fights Ryu decently. Balrog, who a lot of people are saying aren't very good, I think fights Ryu decently. I okay. just feel like I'm not as scared of Ryu. But okay. when I fight Chun, like, there's, like, this fear that I'm just going to get destroyed by air lightning legs and stuff yeah. like that. So, I just feel like right now, yeah, the parry is obviously something that can be utilized more. But as it stands, I think Chun-Li still has the slight edge. Okay, fair enough. 
Go. All right, let's get to this one. Number one, Chun Li. Oh. Okay. Number two, Ken. Oh. Uh oh, the fireworks. Here it is. Here it comes. Chris Tatarin is so mad right now. <laughs> well, calling me right now. I've been putting Ken at the top for a while now, but I've always said that that's like the current and not like the potential. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, so I think that Chun Li is starting to actually show that now. Uh, so um, that's why. Okay, and Ken's the okay, switch. Okay. Third place, Ryu. Okay, so that seems to be a pretty oh. common top three here. Oh boy. Fourth place, Nash. Nash. Okay. Wow, David. Really? That's the Nash highest. Is that good. He's Nash that is good. ridiculous. See, Steve is mad because he's a Nash player, right? Ah, well, See? Steve beat go. me at the time we played, and, uh, you know, that's, I just want to say that top tier character might have played a role. <laughs> Fifth wow. place, Nikali. Okay. Sixth place, Karen. Ooh, we're just two away from the same top eight. Seventh place. Rainbow Mika. Oh, 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 oh. Eighth place. Vega. Cami. Oh. Wow. Well, I, I, thought, I told you I wasn't going to change it. I mean, now having seen that everybody else did that, uh -huh. I want to be like, yeah, well, you know, I think <laughs> Jerry has some pretty sick stuff or whatever. But. Wow. Yeah, that's okay. my top eight. Okay. That's my well, What's really interesting to me, though, is that you put Cammy at the lowest, I think, out of yeah. everybody. So. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Um, it's because I think that Karen... So, all those characters have ridiculous stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, they all have either super strong a few things or strong everything. So, mm -hmm. like, with Ryu and Ken, they have strong everything. Mm -hmm. They don't lack... Ken doesn't have a three-frame jab right that's yeah, it I mean, he's got a three frame hurricane like, that's, right. yeah. Right. Uh -huh. yeah that's all he lacks everything else is fantastic uh nikali has all the things then if you look at and karen has a lot of stuff cammy has a lot of stuff pretty much everything and then you have nash with super strong some things wow super strong some things the space control is excellent the escapes yeah. are excellent okay they're like they're hey look best. steve you put him in top eight too right yeah, come so, on, i mean come on i mean top eight i mean i feel like there's a difference between top five top eight well, you know I mean, so it's like, I feel like top eight is not free. It just, you know. Then if you look at Armika, right, she has some problems, but super strong some <laughs> right. stuff, right? Super, the corner carry, crazy. The damage output, yeah. stun uh -huh. output, super high. And she even has good buttons, it turns out. Like, day one, I didn't think so, but then I saw Fudo play and everything changed. So. <laughs> Dude, it's so funny, too, because, you know, uh, I won't name names, but you know who I'm talking about. Our resident, Armika Sucks. Okay. And, you know, I was talking with him. Okay. And we just had, like, this big old debate at one point, like, during dinner on, like, whether or not Armika is just, like, trash. That character had the third most top 32 representatives mm -hmm. in at Evo that one of them, of course, almost won Evo. Mm -hmm. Uh... You don't do that with a weak character. You don't. It, that's, that's true. So yeah. um, those are those are my top eight. I feel like, oh, so why do I have Cammy on, on the lower end? Uh, it's just because I feel like she is not as oppressive as, as most of the others yeah, are. Like, she has a lot of good stuff, but it's like, her footsies are good. Her pressure is good. She gets in well. She mm -hmm. has defensive options. But, like, none of those is, like, absurd. She doesn't have the crazy mix-ups like a lot of other characters do. Yeah. Like, her V-Trigger, like, thinking about, like, defensive options... 
Ken's Ken has Dragon Punch FADC in this game, right? Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. She doesn't have that. She has Dragon Punch. Right. Cool. But she doesn't have Dragon Punch FADC. Well, Uppercut FADC isn't safe. Though, no, no, right? and it wasn't yeah. in Ultra Street Fighter 4 right, either. Right, right. But it is a thousand damage on hit. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. It doesn't even matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like okay, she, okay, she, yeah, doesn't, yeah. she doesn't have that. So it, it's yeah. that kind of thing where she's really good, but doesn't have quite like the oppressive mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Chun-Li I have at the top because I think she has the best footsies and pressure and True. maybe best anti-airs. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. What are you going to do? I mean, it's interesting because after the Vanguard tournament, you know, we were interviewing Chris because he won the event. Spoilers. Um, but uh, I asked him where he placed Ken. And he said Ken is probably like seventh or eighth in the in the list. And okay. he says that the reason why is that he feels like it's because yeah, Ken does damage, but he said a lot of other characters do damage. And he also said that he feels like the only reason why Ken can land that damage is because you're making mistakes. Like you're making mistakes against Ken and you're opening yourself up to that. I see. I didn't respond. Okay. Because it's an interview on him, it's okay, his sure. time to shine, it wasn't a debate kind Fair of enough. thing. Okay. I still stand by the fact that Ken can do more damage to you at ranges that other characters can't do that much damage. Yeah. And the way he punishes you hurts way more than yeah. everybody else. So It's like he, he hurts you and then he puts you in position to kill you. Yeah. Like, it's just not a lot of characters that actually do that where they... Like, I mean, besides, like, Armika. Armika does it and she's really oppressive. Ken's yeah. really scary mm-hmm. the minute he hits you with a combo. Right. Yeah, totally. I mean, you're in the corner from, from three quarters of the stage and... That's right. that is very strong in a game like this where many characters don't have very good defensive mm-hmm. options. And he has know. like I don't think he has the best footsies, okay? That's the problem for him. But he does have good counter pokes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Things like crouching strong, stand strong, stand roundhouse. Th- those are good counter pokes, right? And they're not right. they're not like Karen active footsies. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, you're not yeah, actively yeah. trying uh, to take uh, up space, uh, uh. but you counter poke with a stand strong Buddy, that's 500 damage. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's 500 damage. Yep. Got him. Yep. Thanks for re- thanks for playing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you 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 happen to do uh, you happen to block his stand strong or stand roundhouse or fireball V trigger cancel? Ah, uh, well, now you get to deal with the sick mix up. Right? <laughs> that V trigger is, is yeah. excellent. So anyway, those that's the top eight, and it's the same top eight for all in a different order yeah. for all five. Yeah, I mean Armika. A lot of people kind of agree that she's kind of in her own tier. She has her. She's bad matchups. She has good matchups. But and you, it doesn't matter who the matchup is. She can kill you. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. She's one. Of, I feel like she's yeah. one of the the few characters that legitimately like is always in the running. Like there's yeah. always uh-huh, a chance. Uh-huh. Uh, a I, good I, read, and then there's fear installed, and you just lost a match. Yeah, install uh, fear install. <laughs> I mean, I put her in the monkey wrench tier. Like that's what I put her in because she just like any plan that you have, she just like. Yeah. Which is why I'm actually curious to see how it would be if people tried to really learn how to fight her by staying in the middle of the stage. Like, if you do get the pressure and fight her really well in the corner and you have the momentum, yeah, mix her down. But as soon as it gets to that point where it's like a little dodgy, where like you don't quite have that momentum, just run away and let her chase you into the middle of the screen again. I think too many people go in too hard on Armika in the corner and then back right. in the corner and you're dead right right yeah. so okay. yeah. that makes sense yeah it's kind of like fighting Uranian in third strike you didn't want to pressure him right up close when he had the corner because mm-hmm. if he parried he backed through you and now you're in the corner <laughs> and it's right. ages okay uh so that was a risk so, yeah, yeah all right gotta think about that yeah so um we have we have the same top eights i mean are there are there other characters who you would consider or that you did consider putting in that top eight Oh yeah, um, 
I was thinking about putting like Alex in all honesty. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think Vega is. I mean, and I feel like it's a rounding out kind of thing at this point. Like, I feel like there's a space. The further down it gets in the list, there's a space that could be another character. So, not taking one out and putting one in, but just a little space in between, say, Nikali and Nash or Nikali and Cammy. You could put other characters that might have tools to that could make them just as bad, if not, you know, worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think Alex is a, is a potential. I think, you know, we'll have to see, but um, it might be that Jerry has potential. I, wa- I think I want to most point out Vega yeah, as having it's, potential. It's interesting because I thought Vega had potential, but I just saw a recent conversation between Flash and, like, OS Ryan Hunter, and Flash was like, no, you're right. He's not as good as I thought he was. Really? Yeah, and, like, I'm using a bad character again. But, you know, it's it's that situation where when you use the character, obviously you always think that they're terrible huh. in a lot of ways. But apparently Flash isn't as high on Vega as he was before. So. I, I always thought that Flash and Noel oversold him. They both thought that he was top three. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that always seemed wrong to me. But I do think that he's a good character. Yeah, I, I agree. I, th- I yeah. think so as well. Yeah. Uh I don't know. I guess we'll see what happens with Jury. I really don't think that... But I really think that's it. Like, those are the characters. I don't Alex think... Alex and Jury? Alex, Jury, e, maybe Vega. Like, those three. Yeah. What but, about Laura? No, I would not put her up there. Not Laura? Okay. I would not put Fang or Dawson. Oh, yeah, yeah, I would not put Balrog or Birdie. Man, we'll talk, let's talk a little bit about Dawson's fall from grace here. Okay. <laughs> like, cause, like, fall from grace. When he first came out, like he was like, oh, this character's broken. He's so good. He's top tier. This is so... Okay, but do you remember... Some people said he was top tier. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I never said he was top tier. Right. Uh-huh. I always thought that he would have problems in the end. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I thought he would be good, and I still think he's good. I don't think he's terrible mm-hmm, mm-hmm. at all, but uh, he he does have problems. I mean, he's he's going to end up in a situation like, sort of like in Street Fighter Four, where he doesn't really beat characters, mm-hmm. only a few exceptions, mm-hmm. and he gets steamrolled by you know a third or, or a quarter right, of right. the cast. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a tough position yeah. to be in and I, and I don't see him escaping that position okay. Okay. All right. I mean I, I see exactly what you mean um, there's a lot of times that that it goes right out of the window with people like I can't beat this character they're really strong and I think it takes a little more exploration to get to that point I mean Dawson being one of those instances I mean you we have a bunch of Dawson players around the country that play the character completely different you know? Yeah, that's true. Um, that's true. So it's like I feel like it's just utilization of those tools, regardless if they know how good they are or not. It's just the effectiveness, you know. Um, yeah. So yes, David, I agree. Just I, I really liked what uh, Sind Jin says in chat. He says Dalson is a great scrub cleaner, mm. and I agree. When we didn't know the game and we were all bad at our meaty timings and everything like that, yeah, Dalson was ridiculous. But I, I agree. Like he, he beats up on lower level players and hmm. uh and and uh but he as we've all figured out the game more and and really tightened up our frame traps and everything like that i think it's just gotten harder for dalson and now people have os as the chase down teleports etc yeah so, yeah yeah although that teleport is so slow that many characters don't need that so yeah. um uh, you know what's what was interesting was when i looked at the representatives the characters in top 32 at evo uh, it was everybody in the original launch cast except for Laura and Birdie. Hmm. Everybody else oh. had at least one. And 
those ones, if I recall correctly, were Bison and Cammy and Fang and Dawson. Okay. There might have been two Cammies. Now I don't quite recall. But yeah, there had to have been because it was Shao Hai and 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 Cosmo. Was Shao Hai that far? Yeah. Well, that's yeah. a good question. Maybe Shao Hai didn't make top thirty-two. Yeah, I'm not. I don't know. But in any case, it was something like that. And and other than that, everybody had at least two. Nash had three. They just happen to all make top eight. <laughs> weird. Shut up. Right, Steve? How weird. Uh, David, me. <laughs> and then Mika had, oh man, four? Something like so, that. Yeah, it was, it was quite, but Chun-Li had like eight, right? Chun-Li and Nikali both had six. Oh, okay, okay. Nikali, none of those made top eight. Yeah, which was strange. So there were six six Nikali's outside of top eight between eight and thirty two. <laughs> Holy crap! And Chun Li had what two in top eight, uh-huh. four throughout the rest of the top right, thirty two. Right. So I mean, also another thing. I mean, while we're talking about this a little bit, the Nash players who made it there, uh, we should probably mention because I don't know how widely this is known. I know both of us tweeted it out, but Yukadon turns out to be a strong Viper player, Isasuto, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, from from Street Fighter Four days, he just changed his name to Yukadon. Where I remember the last time we were talking about how it was like that weird connotation to it, but yeah. uh, but basically it basically means slamming to the ground. And what I was told was that's what Viper does with Seismo. That's where he got the name from. Yeah. He took that uh, name from there. So. That's what that guy said. <laughs> <laughs> you don't buy it? <laughs> I heard I heard a considerably different reason. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, okay, it was like okay. some weird fetish or something. Okay, I okay. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, I I, that's, that's, the, that's the joke. I mean, that's the uh, slang. T- anyways. But anyways, he didn't come out of nowhere. Yeah, He's a great yeah. player. He's a great player. There's right. a reason why Yukidon is super good. He lives in a gaming house with like MOV and yeah. MOV and Namo and or something Aita, like that. Aita. Aita. Yeah, because all three of them made top eight. Remember? So wow. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. that's pretty dangerous. Exactly. <laughs> that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, so those are our top eights. Um, I, here's one thing. So I, I kind of like that we all have the same top eight. Uh-huh, all right. Uh-huh. I think that's a good sign. I think that's uh-huh. I think that's a sign that that we're all. Uh, we're reaching a point where we're starting to understand the game pretty yes. well. Yeah. And, yeah. and I like that Capcom has kept a hands-off approach for the most part to the balancing because otherwise we would be in this weird, we don't know what's going on <laughs> quite yet sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, and and I want them, even though I feel like we have a good handle on this stuff, this top eight, everybody had the same characters, even mm-hmm. if in a different order. Probably everybody right. would have like Zangief at the bottom, Bison. Yeah, I right? mean, like some this. people are asking in the chat that they really want us to name our bottom three. Bottom three. Oh, oh. wow. Hmm. I, I would have a hard time doing that. To be, yeah, uh-huh. I believe every character has a yeah. value, a very good use that we don't know. I mean, they, I know what you guys might say, like, oh, well, just the worst who has the less tools, but. Yeah, I mean, one character has the least, right? It's yeah. or at least three ish have right, less, right, right. I mean, but the, the general consensus terms. right now most people saying Zangief is like the bottom character right yeah Geef might yeah. be uh, Bison might be um, I'm just not sure uh, if I could say top three I feel like if I had to make that a top a bottom, bottom, sorry, bottom right, right, right. if I had to make uh, that a bottom five just going off the cuff without having really thought about it too mm-hmm. much I would say not in order uh, Zangief uh, M. Bison uh, I would say Fang Okay. Set three. That's mm-hmm. uh, four. I'd probably say Laura. And wow, Laura. Huh? Yeah. Really, Laura? Huh? Yeah. I actually think Laura's really underrated, to be honest okay. with you. I think she has a lot Ditto. of potential to be super good. And then, and then uh, I would have Birdie as 
fifth. Birdie, huh? Wow, birdie. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, when the character came out, I thought he was strong. I thought he had right. a strong mid-range. I like the traps. I like the damage. I like the V-trigger. But, yeah, here. I have the yeah, yeah, list, list of characters the character on my screen. Here. Um, but, uh, I couldn't name a bottom five. Look, no birdies made top 32 at Evo. He was one of the only... Yeah, Laura, there were only two who were mm, among the okay. release cast who did okay. not make top 32. There have been no birdies doing anything... Maybe a slight rephrasing. There have been only a couple birdies doing almost anything with the mm -hmm. character. And some of those include people like LPN and, and Alucard who have other characters to help them right. in bad matchups. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I, I do like some of the tools he has. Nobody in this game, like you, you guys were both saying, mm -hmm. nobody in this game is terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At all. Uh, I think yeah, every character has I mean, the, a, a legit uh, role, but I would, I would have, I think that's my bottom five. It's really interesting to me because I would legitimately, like, I've been on record saying that I don't think Guile's terrible, right? I think he's pretty... I definitely don't think he's terrible. I think he's viable, but I might even put him in my bottom five, you know? But that might be just because I've used him, and so, like, I kind of know the struggle that is with Guile, you know? Um, mm. But at the same time, it's just like, yeah, if, if you ask me to name bottom three, maybe I could do it. But once you start getting into bottom five, then I, I at that point, I'm like pulling in the characters that I lump in all that giant middle right. tier, you know? So with Birdie, one of the issues for me is that I don't think he really like cleanly beats almost any character. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I and completely agree. One yeah. of the ones he probably does is Zangief. Which kind of doesn't matter that much. <laughs> well, some people actually said Birdie was good against Karen, right? Oh, really? Yeah. Some people are saying that he can cause Karen problems, but... I mean, I again, know. I think he can cause everybody problems. I think that there are very few 7-3 matchups in this game. It's mostly pretty even-ish, but... Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, you know... I mean, it, I, I completely agree. If I had to say... I'll, I'll, let's see. I'll try bottom... I'll try this bottom. Okay. <laughs> okay, so, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, no problem. No yeah, problem. everybody should say, give bottom a try. Um, Zangief, um, Fang, uh, give me a second, give me a second. Those seem to be the common two that get stuck down in bottom three. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah, you, true. you take your time on bottom, just do what you gotta do. Um, Rashid. I don't think he's bad, bad, but, well, actually, you know what, that's, I'm not even thinking about the, the DLC characters. So, remove Rashid. But, uh, oh man, this is hard. <laughs> this is a lot harder. <laughs> yeah, see, <laughs> I mean, this is exactly how I feel. Like I said, if you made me name bottom three, maybe I could do it. But as soon as you tell me to get to bottom five, then I'm like struggling. I felt like that was easier. Really? Because bottom three, I mean, I would probably say Zangief, Fung, and Bison, right? Those are probably the three that I would have down there. And it, I hate saying Bison's down there, because I don't even yeah. think he's that bad. Well, none of those characters are that bad. Right, that's true, because I think Fung is good and Stupendous. I mean, Stupendous is getting to the point where I feel like he's using Zangief at a pretty maxed out level, because he's really starting to get good at that V skill. Yeah. And that's what I think is the key to Zangief right there, is really perfecting his V-skill. And Stupendous is getting a lot better. He made a lot of great comebacks this weekend with that V-skill. Um, but at the same time, yeah, I mean, Zangief is still the struggle, basically. He's still going to work the hardest, but he can yeah. win. He can win. Yeah, he can. All right, well, anyway, I guess that's enough of a discussion for SF5 tiers, unless you got something else to say, Steve? No, no, I'm good to go. All right, so let's talk about tiers generally. Here's what I'm interested in. Do you guys think that they 
exist? Sir, yeah, matter? so yeah. first question, do they exist? Mm -hmm. Second question, how important are they? Uh-huh. And three, the last question I always want to put, always ask is, do people put too much importance on tier lists? Okay. Alright, so the first question. First question, we've already spoiled it. Yes, they do. Do tiers exist? You said yes, they do. I sure did. <laughs> what do you um, think, Steve? God, alright, I'm gonna start this out really stupid right now. I'm, I'm a, I feel like yes and, and no, like to an extent, yeah, but I never feel like there's a character that can't beat another character given just, not even proper knowledge, but just like something, it is proper knowledge, but just something that you can do with that character that completely stops what a, another character might be able to do. I think it's for everybody. So, yes and no. Oh, man, that, that's going to get real <laughs> weird. I don't even know how to go into this. All right, I'll, t I'll talk about this. Okay. Look, yeah, no, absolutely, tears exist. They 100% they exist, right? You, you can't deny that tears are part of a game, right? Um, I joked about this before we started, like as a lifelong SD Cami player and as a lifelong Third Strike Q player, you kind of know tears exist. Like I can tell you right now, if I put as much work into my ST Cami as I did into an ST Vega, I would probably be one of the best Super Turbo players like in the country. Yeah, just anecdotally, I played Q for, I don't know, six, maybe six, seven years. Mm -hmm. And then I got sick of Third Strike and I thought maybe it's because I'm using this bad character, so maybe I'll try to rehabilitate this by going with Chun-Li. Mm -hmm. And in all that time of playing Q, I think I had made two or three top eights <laughs> anywhere. And month one of Chun, I made top eight twice at Family Fun Arcade. <laughs> like the like, mecca of... Which was like yeah, the king uh, of all places to do that yeah. in America. Yeah. Uh, it was super obvious to me. Mm -hmm. Super clear. Like, I was making the same kinds of choices because those two characters are very similar actually mm -hmm, mm -hmm, one right. of them has a thousand better normals and way better damage <laughs> right and way better movement and she's just a better character mm -hmm. so i was making the same kinds of decisions and i was beating all these top dudes <laughs> <laughs> and it was like what's going on i'm actually a genius <laughs> oh I'm a, I'm a genius it turned out all it took was seven years this month, I'm a genius. No, come on, I was the same dude that month as right. I was the uh, month before, but I'm using a better character. Yeah, so, so tears definitely exist, right? So that, I, I think that that's, that's, that's fair to assess. I mean, like even Steve, you know, was saying like, he knows that they exist, but at the same time, you know, like yeah. any character can be anybody, et cetera. I mean, maybe in Street Fighter V, but there are some games where that's not true. Yeah. Right, yeah. like Roll's not gonna beat Whoever cable, <laughs> right? That's, right. that's yeah, not gonna yeah. happen. Like so. Taylor's not gonna beat Carl in the original Blaze Blue. Yeah, You know, so I mean, there are there are some extreme ones that I think really prove the point. But just in general, like for for me, okay, so they exist. All right, so how important are they? Okay, so in my opinion, um, they're they're important, not super important, because the thing is like. They're, they're, I, I, I'm not gonna say that, like you that you have to pay attention. You have to know tier lists, etc. The thing about it is though, is that um, they're important enough for you to know at least where you stand, right? Because right, like right. like let's say you are stupendous and you're like 
do I, am I just bad? Because like I play Zangief and I'm not winning as many events as this other guy who's using Chun-Li, you know? It's like, am I bad? Okay. But you know, as that player, if you know that Zangief is kind of considered bottom tier, then you're like, okay, no, actually I'm a god because I'm doing really well with Zangief, right? <laughs> you know, I mean like that's kind of, it's, it's nice to know, you know, there's a little bit of validation there. So in other words, if you're, using like okay let's say for me for example right when street fighter 5 first came out i was like i don't think cammy's any good at all i think she's really terrible and everybody said that no she's really good and so for me i have to understand where cammy is in the tier list to understand where i am in street fighter 5. if every if everybody said she's good and i'm not winning with her at least that tells me that it's me that the okay. problem is me, right? Okay. Which is why I stuck with her for so long. All you guys were like, stop playing Cammy, like she's not your character. You guys are right, she wasn't my character. <laughs> she still isn't my character, but I figured it out. I figured out Street Fighter V, I understand Street Fighter V a lot more, and I only did that because everyone said she was good, and I, I see it now. I see that she is a strong character in this game. So that's where tier lists are important to me, is they kind of give you an idea of where you start. But having said that, I, I, you know, just because Chun-Li is top tier doesn't mean you're going to do better with Chun-Li than you are going to be with Nash or right, you're going to be right. doing better because there's so much of that gelling right. with the character that's more important, in my opinion, than tier lists. So. Okay, okay. Well, yeah, I agree, I agree. Okay. I mean, uh, so I'm one of those people, I'm all about, like, character love. I feel like to, they wouldn't put a character in the game that couldn't win or they didn't have something that, that you could take advantage of to get them through those problem matchups it's kind of like i'm a hopeless romantic like I was yeah. all, i'm always gonna feel like no matter what how bad my character is or whatever the case may be that there is something that i can do to make the, to change that so it's like kind of like when i was playing zappa like I picked Zappa out of a Game Pro magazine. They're like, yo, this is one of the new characters for Guilty Gear. And I was like, I don't even know what they need to know what that character is going to do. Dude, it blows my mind that... Behind him, I'm playing with it. Yeah. Like, that's how it works. Yeah, you always do that, right? Exactly. Like, I can... You got... Even you guys have gotten good enough to be like, oh, that's Steve character. Steve. Yeah. <laughs> like, David even said it. He was like, oh, that's a Steve character. Nerd Josh said, that's a Steve character. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. like, that's a Steve character. So it's like... That alone dictates to me. I mean, when it comes from playing like Zappa, like I legit had to do so much research, but I found a way. Like I found a way. I played. I legit used to clean my room and watch the game play CPU versus CPU on Maniac just to find strategies that nobody else found, and it worked. Genius. So, so when I ended up playing like like my friend AKA, which who's that dude is like a genius when it comes to. He had like these three and four way guessing games with with Zotto versus any character in the game. And it only got worse as the matchup got worse, quote unquote. So I had to sit there and lose to all of these mix-ups and start guessing correctly. And then I had to say, and you can ask him, I swear to God you can ask him. His <laughs> name is Aaron Harris. I was like, uh -huh. I would lose like five or six games straight in a rotation uh -huh. of other people. And I, and I would sit there and I would say, nah, man, it's gotta be a way. That's good. There's something that I'm missing that's Dang. making this matchup that much harder. Yeah. Um, so, yes, I I do agree there are, like, I feel like you're going to have characters that are naturally better. But I do feel like, I mean, like I said, I'm, I may be giving the, the creators and the developers too much credit, but I feel like there's always something 
right there that you can take advantage of to make you better in the matchup. I, I certainly understand the sentiment. I'm sure you do, too, from yeah, I, ST Cami and Third Strike Q. I, yeah. I get it. And even uh, CT Tager. <laughs> I mean, the, the one I mean, thing sometimes, I... Sometimes there's nothing yeah. to be done. I mean, not, that, not, to, not to cut you off before you get into your yeah, uh, cool. thoughts on it, but, I mean, yeah, it happens. Like, even in a bad matchup, like, let's say a really terrible matchup, if two people sit down and grind that matchup for, like, 17 years, you know what I mean? It eventually becomes even, but I think it's more because the two people just start to know each other's tendencies more than it is the matchup situation. Yeah. Well, well with that being said, so... So I went and I played, and I, I, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, it's all good. So I went and I played other Zottos. Like, I played all these other. The first time I played more, he won, but even he said, he was like, yeah, you weren't afraid of anything. Mm. Like, because you knew how to deal. Right. There were there yeah. situations that would arise. If somebody else was in them, they would be like, oh, that's game. But when I played him, he was like, oh, that's nuts. The first time I played Latif, like, he said the exact same thing. Me and my friend Rob, Robin Graves, pro. He, we all play it, but that's because we played my friend Aaron um, so much that, like, you would have to be, you would have to have that much tech to, to even stand a chance. Right, right. So it's like, and, it, and it's part <laughs> of the reason that when I played Tokido, I felt so comfortable because he plays Zotto. And I was like, oh, well, unless you're this good. It doesn't matter what you do. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, for sure. I mean, at that point, that's just you starting to learn the Zato matchup really, really well and having that part uh, help you in that match. Like, I definitely beat more characters than I should have in Third Strike. Like, I, mm -hmm. the only character I always felt helpless against was Makoto, but everybody else, I feel like over time, I sort of made it against the people I played against yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, 4-6. You know, like, sure, I should lose terribly to Chun-Li, and if uh -huh. it was, like, Justin Wong, then I lost every every single match ever. <laughs> but, but if it's, like, people I played against a lot, it yeah. became more even because I knew them better, but that's that's not... Yeah, I feel like that's not really speaking towards tears either way. I yeah, guess. I mean, but let's talk, let's talk about Snake Eyes in four, right? He used to be able to beat Sagat's really well because you study the matchup. Yeah, that, that's I was really the same bad. way in Vanilla, yeah. for sure. So for sure, like, even when I played Kami and ST, I think Honda's 9-1 in Honda's favor, but I can comfortably sit here and say I've beaten more Hondas in tournaments yeah. than I've lost to, yeah. but that's just because, one, they don't know the matchup. That is that is part of right? it. Right, and two, I've studied that matchup, so I know, like, I know that yeah. matchup, like, down to a T. Yeah. So, play well. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, well, here's here's what I have to say about the importance. Do you remember this man Plup from the melee community? Yes. Mm -hmm. So been playing for a long time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Uh, okay. Okay. He he played you know uh, 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 Samus right. Mm -hmm. Played Sheik. Did well. Okay. Mm -hmm. This year at Evo he played Fox, and he got uh, third place. <laughs> Third place at Evo. <laughs> okay, and maybe that was the greatest weekend of his life, but probably more likely, he's playing Fox. Right. Um, it's it is in my view, it's very important, uh, and it's very important at high level play. Uh, when you get to like the the absolute gods, mm -hmm. Kuroda, whatever, it's less important. But barring those few, literally fewer than ten geniuses ever. Mm -hmm. uh, it's. It, I think it's very, very important. I don't think it's very important when people start playing. I think it is important during like the big, you know, bottom level 
play, it's not very important. Mm-hmm. Then in this huge middle ground, it's, it's important. And then for everybody but the top geniuses ever, it's super important. Okay. I think it becomes like very, very important. Um, and and uh, if I were still competing, um, if I had my current mindset, I would definitely pick characters who I thought were top tier or at least high tier. Mm-hmm. Whichever one of those I felt like I gelled with, but I really think that it is so important. So do you think, David, like do you think that applies to someone like Chien, who started playing off all these other characters and went back to playing a proposed weak character that on paper this character isn't that good. Are you talking about Gen or Fong? Uh Gen. Okay. And then and then and it carries over actually. So he's playing Gen to any wins Evo. And does that change the tier list because he won with him? And then even more so, the next game comes up, which is actually a story. The fact that he was so good, but now he's playing Fang that everybody thinks is a weaker character, but we're still in the beginning of the game. Do you feel like that play is an, as a testament to it, or do you feel like it actually changes it? So I never thought that Gen was weak. I thought he was top tier in vanilla and just outside of it in super. Um, and then he got good again, and he got nerfed a couple of times. But 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 when he won Evo, that character was super strong. I thought. Right. Yeah. Uh, just that you saw him rarely. So we I've talked with Shan uh, about this a couple of times, and he really likes the value of playing an underused character because he thinks that people won't know the matchup as well, and so he'll, mm-hmm. you know, obviously he's really good, but he likes to be able to skate by in matches or in situations where. People just usually don't know what to do, mm-hmm. yeah, but he does because he's, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. grinded it out. Uh, and you can really see that for both Gen and for and for Fang. Um, but if you if he runs up against somebody who doesn't have that issue, who knows the character, then I think you can see the weaknesses in it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Again, not in Gen really, but in in Fang for sure. Yeah, I was about to say the caveat being that I think Fang is by far a worse character than Gen was in yeah, I think in, so too. in, in uh, Ultra and in uh, and in 2012. I think Gen was fine in those games. I mean, Sien, Sien finished ninth at Evo with Fang. Like, he was just outside of the top eight. <laughs> okay. He was right there. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, no. That I, guy's ridiculous. Yeah. That guy's I, ridiculous. I, so. Absolutely. And, and uh, even though I have Fang in my bottom five, I still think that the character is viable in large part. I right, keep in mind, Itazan got 17th with Zangief, and Oil King was 13th with Rashid. I mean, it's yeah. There were characters who a lot of people put in bottom five, bottom five up there, because the game, it, this game, is not super imbalanced. Right. I, I think one of the hard things, uh, my my, I guess I'll, my final thought on this topic, um, is that tier lists are so different from back when we were playing fighting games before Street Fighter Four than they are now. Because developers are very mindful of it now, and they're trying to make balanced games, and, and they're really yeah. working on it. Back then, they just made characters, yeah, and like, whoops, this character was too good, and you have got... I mean, heck, even just a couple of years ago, Maury's sitting there laughing at Bert, Breaker Dave getting killed by um, Kokonoe, yeah, right? So, I mean... Only, only a few years ago, so... Yeah, so, like, it's a lot different. In ST, yeah, the tiers are very important. Like, yeah. if, if you're like, I want to learn this game. Hey, I'm going to learn how to play uh, T-Hawk. Yeah. Oh, no, Zangief. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Old yeah. Blanca. I'd be like, no, 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 stop, that. stop. But nowadays in Street Fighter Five, like... It's not to that degree. Like, if you're like, I want to play Zag, you might be like, okay, look, it's going to be a little harder, but you can win, and it's rewarding if you win with him. You know what I mean? So Yeah, so Steve, when you were talking about how 
you think that developers don't don't put out characters that are terrible now i think that's true i think mm -hmm. they intentionally try to find a way to make most characters not bad i think they try to make it so that all the characters mm -hmm. can compete and to some degree they always did that but it they didn't know what to do or they didn't care that much about it or whatever but you ended up with all the old games and like basically everything that was mid 2000s yeah. and earlier mm -hmm. all of them had at least one terrible character <laughs> all of them yeah. and many of them had more yeah. and many of them had characters that were just way too good i mean that happened and it was not one developer's problem like that was yeah, basically yeah, every yeah. game so okay no i completely agree i see what you're saying especially when you put it like that um so what would you tell somebody like snake eyes like who was really good coming from playing Street Fighter um, mm -hmm. 4 um, and, and basically finding his own way to play that game and doing so well that it, that he was a threat to everybody. Yeah. How do you, what, what would you say, what would you tell him about the game that you don't think he understands? About Street Fighter 5 Zangief, you mean, maybe? I mean, even just the system itself, yeah, but both. Yeah. Well, I mean, Street Fighter 5 Zangief and... What do you feel like he might be missing? If he's missing anything at all. I mean, he was 25th at Evo, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like he did, he did all right. But yeah. uh, if if I were if I were him as a Zangief SF4 Zangief main, the characters I would be playing are are probably Ryu and Mika. Yeah. Those are probably the two that I would pick up. I think that those are like some combination of those two gets the job done in all the matchups, and mm -hmm. they and like you can play them kind of like how you play that character. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's 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 just it's playstyle. Uh, Snake Eyes' playstyle. He was a Zangief player. Didn't doesn't work out as well for him. You know, this could be due to either the eight frames of lag or just because the character's a little bit different. Snake Eyes was a very reactionary player. Like the one thing that he would always do is walk up to you, like as soon as you get up, sit there, see if you did something, and then SPD you. Like that doesn't work quite as well because it's easier to see that delay and jump away from it. You know, you get less time to read and such. But Stupendous was also a big Street Fighter IV Zangief player, right? But it worked out for his style of play. So I, what, I tell, what I tell Snake Eyes is that, look, Zangief is not for you in Street Fighter V necessarily. That I think Ryu is a great choice for him. I think his Ryu is great in Street Fighter V. I, and I think that's the right character for him to play right now. So. All right, all right. Tears. Done. Yeah, I'm done with tears, so... Um, we can uh, take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll go over a few events that happened this weekend. So, all right, cool. Lots of let's fun stuff. let's so. tear ourselves away from this, and we'll get to the break. They're actually listening to the game music through the speaker. I think right now. <laughs> You're still there, right, Steve? Yeah, I'm there. I'm turning on the air conditioner during this break because it's getting toasty in here. You should be happy you're not here because then you would be toasty, Steve. I legitimately just turned off my air conditioning before I clock and then left. It's still pretty chilly here. <laughs> That's good. I mean, we can't hear an air conditioner from your speakers at all, so... Oh, man. The jams, though. It's Blanca, Street Fighter Alpha 3. Oh, no, but the, oh, shoot, yeah. sorry, there was four events because I keep forgetting Vanguard took place this weekend. Okay, all right. So yeah. do you have the results up there? I do have all the results. All right, yeah. cool. So everything except for Vanguard because of Vanguard, I just know I'll just have to it. just do it. I, I know the top two. I mean, I can say yeah. that much at least. So. Okay, that's fine. I mean, for, I guess from now on, I I won't be reading it. 
Right, so yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just using it up on your screen. Yeah, exactly. So we've got that new technology now. Technology. Technology. So we won't be reading it out loud, Steve. So you won't know the results. Um, do you want to like just open the web pages yourself and so you can see it or oh yeah, yeah. or you can just turn on our stream like literally just turn on our stream and it'll be on the screen so you'll be able to see it you're right yeah i'll just turn on the screen okay all right cool Did you I actually get, still good. What's that? Nah, what? Did you get a close look at the... Because they had the Daigo statue at Evo. Oh, man. I didn't even go into that side of Evo, so I, I didn't see it. Oh, man. I didn't actually get a chance to look at it, unfortunately. But uh, it looked gigantic from what I saw. Really? Like, the three statues were really huge. So I was, wow. like, really surprised. So I thought... I mean, I felt like they were as big, maybe even a little bigger than the, than the Evo Ryu and the... Uh, and the Akuma and the Shin and the oh, really? that we have, yeah. I kind of wish that the Daigo statue was more of a cartoon rather than just like the dude himself. Yeah, like a like a cartoon Daigo. Like, like him doing some wild stuff and then just like standing oh, there with the his anime joystick. Version, huh? Yeah. You want you want Daigo doing an uppercut, didn't you? Yeah, like yeah, something weird. Oh, you can kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I would definitely pay for that statue though. That statue is cool. Was that just a Hanzo impersonation that you just did there? That's my, that's yeah. my, yeah, that's yeah. my, that's how I talk, James. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, Daigo is really, really big stuff in Japan, yeah. He has so many endorsements, he's endorsed, like, like, um, ramen, he's endorsed, like, really? books, he's endorsed, like, all sorts of crazy things, yeah. Daigo sleeping on a bench statue, that would be so good. <laughs> Yo, that actually would be pretty sick. Hey, you can do that with this, with this guy, just... Have him lie down on a bench. Yeah, that's true. Maybe like paint his eyes over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or put, put some little cucumbers on him. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. All right, the oh, thing's over. The current. Okay, okay. All right, Steve. Uh, volume's gonna go down for a little bit, and then we'll come right back uh, with you on. And so. Okay. Okay. Alright. Hey, what's up? Welcome back to the show. Do you want to turn the thing off or are you going to leave that on there? Turn which thing off? The... Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I was about to say, man, you guys are like uh, on the highway doing the show or... <laughs> Sorry, we're, we're doing this from the car. Yeah. Uh, Alright, welcome back to the show. Let's talk now about this thing, events. There were some right. events that happened this past weekend, which means we get to test drive our new event talking about format. I like the technical term that you had. The there. talking about format? Yeah, the talking about format. Yeah. I approve of that. All right, let's do this. Let's go to the results. So The results. We're not, which one? We're not going to read the results to you guys. They're just going to be on screen. Let's talk about Defend the North this weekend for yes. Street Fighter V. So you see the results over here. Ricky Ortiz takes it from Knuckledoo in Grand Finals. Uh, hey, David. Hey what's David, up? hey, what's going on? Yo. Hey, what hey. do you think? Anything about the results that stand out to you? I mean, I'm really happy for for Ricky. Yeah, that's yeah. that's awesome. I'm really I'm look. She played great. I didn't see too much of it, but the things that I saw, she was looking really strong, and I think that's the first major for her in SF5. Yeah, uh huh, uh huh. I believe so, and uh, I thought she just looked great. So yeah. that's that's cool. I heard that she used mostly Chun, so yeah. uh, that was definitely. Uh, it's good to see that. That that character matchup with her is really 
starting to gel. You know, she, she was really excited. She was like, hey, I'm part of the Chun Army, putting the Chun Army on the map. I'm like, yeah, that actually kind of makes sense. I'm, I'm actually not, like, surprised that she won. Um, with Chun-Li, yes, because I feel like as easy or as good as Chun-Li is, she does have a lot of times where you have to re- make a hard read mm-hmm. to take advantage, so. Yeah, um, that's, I mean, that's part of why I no longer have Ken number one, because now I feel like the Chun players have finally gotten a handle mm-hmm. on okay. the depth of that character, and Got it. yeah, she looked really, really good. So, uh, do with both uh, Nash and Mika is just a super good combination. Mm-hmm. When you use, according to one Ultra David, the fourth best and the seventh best characters in the game. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's a pretty good combination. Yeah, no, but but, but see, I think Steve might have the same thing, right? But except Mika was four and... No, I'm just the kidding. The seventh and yeah. fourth best. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, did you hear the story of who sent Knuckle Dude to Losers? No. It was Sanford no. Kelly. Sanford Kelly oh, knocked wow. Knuckle Dude to losers, and the best part about it was, I think it was K. Brad who tweeted this out. Someone tweeted out that they said that right after Sanford sent Knuckle Dude losers, they all ran up and started like trying to hug him and like congratulate him, and he was like, "Get off of me! Get off of me! You are all next." Uh, <laughs> and I was like, "Yes, go Sanford <laughs> Kelly! Go Sanford Kelly!" I guess Sanford did not make uh, top sixteen though. No, unfortunately, he okay. did not end up getting. Oh, well, Lud continues that, so. to do really well. That's cool to see. Yeah. It was just outside right of top eight at Evo. Mind. So there you go. Yeah, sick. Oh, that's cool. When I click, the arrow turns black only on the screen. You see that? High five. So they can actually see when I click. Well, how do you do? Okay. All right, all right. What so else there you go. So that's the top eight right there. Uh, Flash uh, got fifth. Alucard fifth. Yeah. Okay. So, but in Mortal Kombat here, uh, Circuit Destroyer took the whole thing. What do you know about Destroyer? I didn't get to watch this, to be quite honest. Um, yeah, let me, I didn't get to watch it. Let me see what the results... Uh, you know what? I, so I know I know Costner, I know Gurr, I know a couple of the other names in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, R.M. Costner was both fourth and ninth, apparently. That's uh, <laughs> that's impressive. Yeah, I, 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 Jesus, I don't. That dude was amazing. Yeah, yeah right. no, dude. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know how big this MK tournament was. Yeah, because yeah. I, I don't see a lot of the big names yeah. in here, unfortunately. So, uh, for Marvel, Chris G took it, no surprise. But K. Brad, obviously a Marvel player, getting second place. Or Ray Ray in third place. Like, so third in Street Fighter and second in Marvel. Yeah, so K-Brad is still a Marvel player, dude. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, he was going in, too. Like, some of the way he was playing, I actually watched some of that. Now that I think about it, I watched the end, the very last match of uh, Mortal Kombat with Destroyer using Alien. Mm-hmm. And then I watched uh, Marvel. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. So, but yeah, K-Brad was playing really well. Uh, I think he beat Ray Ray, I believe. Yeah, I mean, he had to have if he got second place here, so. And then, of course, 13th is Smash Ketchum. I, I love that. It's, it's, That's a good one. Yeah, Shout out to Scamby continuing to do work somehow yeah, with that team. for sure. And uh, Guilty Gear, Exert, Revelator, Lost Soul took first. Probably no surprise there. Uh, I guess none of us managed to get to watch a lot of this as well. Right? I was out of town this weekend. No, no, no. I was, I was definitely out of town, but, you know, you got to keep up on the, uh, <laughs> the details. Um, but you see who got second, right? Uh, true shine. Oh, shine! Wow. Is that okay. is that the shine that we know? Like for... the OG. This is no, no, so no, 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 no. It's two of them. No, I know. This, yeah. But this shine is the the Potemkin player. Right. So, oh. so, so, so here's here's what bugs me about it. That shine is the one who I think of as being the OG shine. True shine. Yes. Yeah, uh-huh. But the other shine goes by OG shine. So there's a true shine and an OG shine. Yeah, right? but okay, and true okay. shine is the older one. 
so that always bugs me. But anyway, good, <laughs> good job to True Shine. That's awesome. Potemkin getting second place. Huh? What, what's crazy was I was just talking to a True Shine at Evo, and he was like, "Man, I just don't think, man, it's just so hard." Like with Potemkin, I'm like, "Look, dude, you're a great player. Don't let this stop you. It's just you have to keep going." And then he gets second. There you go, Tasty Steve, with the inspirational speeches, nice. man. It's. It's all because of you, Steve, that he got second place here. Yo, so. Steve, you should, you should start licensing your voice out stuff. You should you should talk professionally. <laughs> oh, really? You don't say? <laughs> Consider I'll, I'll, I'll sleep on it. I'll sleep on it. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Smash Brothers Wii U, first place went to Dugan, but again, uh, not uh, doesn't look like a, a to kill Sage. Huh? Mm-hmm, it's it's mm-hmm. got fourth place here. Uh, Killer Instinct, UA Base. I did see actually a little bit of this one. Shin Tristan getting second place with uh, Tusk and uh, and uh, uh, wait, Thunder. Wait, 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 wait. Did you guys see it, though? No. I saw parts of it. I saw parts of so, it. So, Nikki, uh, Circa Nikki wins, and he has to play Tristan. And he grabs the mic, and he's like, get up on the stage now, or something like that. Like, grab the house mic. And when he came up there, Shin Tristan put him in the nicest coffin picked out for his family before he sent his ass home. It was kind of, it was so sad. Uh, well, I mean, I, I, I saw the little bits that I saw Tristan was doing really well. It looked like his tusk is definitely stronger than we've seen in previous it, events. Was it tusk versus Fulgore? Uh, he used, um, I'm trying to remember who he used against Fulgore. No, he uh, used a... Uh, you used Thunder. He used Thunder, he used Thunder against Fulgore, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. that's what it was. It was Thunder, yeah. yeah. But I mean, it's cool to see, though, because I mean, for this one, it's a lot of the, the, the usual suspects Pink Diamond, Grief, Nikki, Shin Tristan, but yeah. Base, of course, very, very strong. So no, no shocks that he won there. Uh, Pokin, Suikune Master got first, and Catfight got third, interestingly enough. So Yeah, Suikune Master is, uh, I mean, these are, this is like a pretty good yeah, snapshot of what the top. Players are like in in one of the areas, so okay. yeah, that's that's cool. Yeah, an Ultra Street Fighter wow. Four tournament. Smug getting first place. Smug playing Second. his favorite game. The only thing that sticks out to me is that Knuckle Dude got fifth because he's been winning a lot of these Street Fighter Four tournaments. But you know, there you go. So that's a uh, defend the North right there for you. Um, again, uh, uh, was a ranking event. Okay. So yeah. But uh, also a ranking event was the Sonic Boom Sonic Boom tournament in Spain. So uh, this took place in Spain. It was Spain's first Capcom Pro Tour event for the year. And so what we have here is, as usual, the Japanese players, it's, I guess it's just easier to fly to Europe because I guess you're not going over ocean or something like that. But uh, in any case, uh, MOV and Haitani made grand finals. And uh, MOV and you see Luffy getting third place. I did hear from the chat, actually, that uh, MOV made Luffy almost look kind of silly. Uh, oh, wow. I, I, I need the chat to kind of con, uh, confirm that. So, but uh, for sure, MOV and Haitani took first and second, so. You deal MJS Haitani? Yeah, that's what, that's what he's been for a while. You deal, you deal. Cool, so. wow, Mr. Crimson is just playing Sim now. That, that's cool. Yep, and, uh, of course, a lot of the other people there, Pax, Problem X, Will Tupac, a lot of the uh, uh, usual suspects were... Ooh, Steve, are you still there? Yes, I'm still here. Okay, there you go. Was that an earthquake in your part of SoCal, and we're going to feel it here in, like, five minutes? 
No, I hope. No, don't. First off, I'm terrified of earthquakes. Um, Are you? <laughs> dude, <laughs> no, you're not from here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to remember. I was talking to somebody else in California. They're like, you know what I'm afraid of? I'm like, tornadoes. I'm like, you could run from tornadoes. You can't run from the earth shaking. How is one? You can't run anyways? from a tornado. What are you tornadoes are like. You could get in the basement and hide from a tornado. But the, I mean, doesn't that like rip up the home from above you and stuff like that? Not in all instances. That's why like basements are so good in the Midwest because you can get in the basement and you can duck and cover. Now it's not saying you're gonna be hundred percent safe. But Indeed. Instances of a house being ripped from the ground and the basement with it is it's <laughs> far in between. So. You know, you know, it's been 22 years since we've had a major earthquake in Los Angeles. Yeah, I'm, so I've been reminded. I don't know why any of us are still here. I'm just I saying, that's like, a, like it's a long LA time. Yeah, that. but see now, now what Steve is thinking is that means we're due, right? Well, it so. is about every two decades on average. Yeah, that's true. How are you guys so calm? What are you going to do? Dude, my, my favorite... Do? I'm going to sit here. I'm going to go... Here. Here is a story about me. Okay. 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 My, the, so, he touched my shoulder, by the way, Steve. So yes, just, just so know you that. know. Just know Just that. so you know. When I took the bar exam, there was an earthquake in the middle of the bar exam. Mm -hmm. We were five miles away from the epicenter, and it was like a 6.0 earthquake. Jesus. So this earthquake starts... This is the first, it's a three-day test, or this test is terrible. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Three-day test, it is in the first three hours of it. Uh -huh. It's a six-hour six day, so everybody is, like, frazzled as can be, all right? Uh -huh, and this uh -huh. earthquake happens in Ontario, California. And here, here's, here's me. Oh. <laughs> earthquake? Okay. Gets under the table. And then I keep working. That was, that was my reaction, okay? Yeah, mm-hmm. Because I'm from SoCal. Right. All the people who were not from SoCal were flipping out. They didn't know what to do. <laughs> they considered canceling the, the test, which they ultimately did not do, right. but they strongly considered it. Uh, it was a big enough thing that in the Ontario Convention Center, the, a bunch of the uh, top ceiling tiles fell down. Oh, wow. Okay, um, okay. So luckily, the people who were sitting in those seats were from California, and they also were underneath the seat. Oh, okay, um, okay, okay. But yeah, look. It's not that big of a deal. Once you once you know how to deal with it, you just get underneath the table, you continue doing the bar exam. Yeah. It's not a big deal. So you just didn't care. So like if the ground opened up under you right now, what are you gonna grab the mic? Dude, you've been watching too many movies show? starring The Rock, dude. Well, Seriously. Yeah, come on, man. Like, I mean, look, uh, uh, there was a West Coast war zone that an earthquake happened. I remember because the chandeliers on the ceiling started swinging back and forth. And you could tell who was from California and which of the were people from the East Coast. The East Coast people were like running around in circles. It was like, you know, like when you see ants crawling along, you stamp the floor and all of a sudden they're like twice as fast yeah. and they like go up. That's what the East Coast looked like. And everyone yeah. in the West Coast were just sitting there like. Look, you know, you know, right? In the first five seconds, you know if it's something to be worried about. Right. Uh -huh, you uh -huh. tell. Yeah. When it, with the earthquake in, in Ontario, even though we were five miles from the epicenter, eh, I knew. Yeah. Like, it, there's a way that the earth shakes. And you remember Northridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, you know what? I might have even... Because I think I was all the way out in San Bernardino, so I didn't feel it as oh, bad okay. as a lot of people. So, so. I remember the Northridge earthquake. Like, yeah. I remember waking up in the middle of the night instantly yeah. knowing that it was... There was a problem. Yes. Like, that uh -huh, uh -huh, instantly. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Like, it's, it's a different story. Major earthquake versus regular earthquake. Different story, and, yeah, 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 and it only yeah. happens in California in one individual part of California every two, three decades. So yeah. no, honestly, honestly, there are earthquakes that I wake up to, like when they wake me up, I'm like, oh, 
and then there's earthquakes I wake up to and I go, oh God. And then like I immediately run under a door jam or like under a desk or something. Steve, like just that. so you know, if there's an earthquake, best thing to do is to A, be outside where there's nothing. Mm-hmm. But that's probably not the case. Uh, B, go underneath a desk. A, ta- a desk or a table and cover your head mm-hmm. and hold on to like one of the roots of the table. What are those called? Legs. Legs. And then. <laughs> and Strolling along down a. What's that? <laughs> what do you call <laughs> Oh, feet. Yeah. Uh, first thing. Or, first or, or like go inside a door, like the. The, the door jam. The door, the, door the jam. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah. So the first time, my first California earthquake, I'm not going to go into the full story of this, but <laughs> just know I was definitely sitting on the toilet when it happened. Oh, yeah, I've been there. I'm not, I can't make that up. I've like, been there. That's what I, You were probably just like, whoa, this is a good one. <laughs> no, I legit. Yeah, right, yeah. I had, I had an inquisitive scream. Like, I legit, my scream went from... Hey, what is this to I'm about to die? It was legit like, oh. You're like, this is not how I want people to find me. (laughs) That actually happened to my grandma in the North Earth earthquake. She was taking a bath. Oh, yeah. Oh, that sucks. She was in the bath. That sucks. That sucks. All right. Okay. Anyways, MOV taking it over Haitani. Coincidentally, against the person who shakes the ground with the ground pound, right? See? So, not as threatening. Um, Street Fighter 3 Third Strike. Now, interestingly enough, Haitani Makoto beat MOV Chun-Li. And MOV Chun-Li has always said, you know, he should be banned, right? Wow. So take that. Oh. Exert Revelator, uh, Jackal with Milia one. And, uh, someone entered the tournament as Dat Boy. Really? Okay. Okay. Um, Rydal with Bayonetta took Smash Wii U. You can see the results on your screen. And then uh, Triphasia with Peach took it in, uh, took oh, took Melee. I guess Europe really likes their Peach, huh? Maybe Armada just has a giant Peach army over there, you know. Uh, also taking place this weekend was the first North America online ranking event. Now, if you guys are unaware, if you guys can't remember exactly how this whole thing works, remember there's four regions, North America, Latin America, Asia, and Europe. And each one of them will have their own regional qualifiers. Well, they also all have their own online tournaments. And this was number one for the qualifiers to the North America CPT qualifying event, which is actually the Red Bull Battleground, which will be taking place in Seattle, if I'm not mistaken. So winning this event got you as many points as you got from a ranking event and also lets you go to that Seattle. Got it. So there you go. And uh, as you can see on the screen, first place went to XSK Samurai. Second place was uh, Takyasugi. And that grand finals was like probably the second best grand finals I've seen from Street Fighter V. Man, I was so oh, wow. So I, I was watching that as uh-huh. uh, just for a couple hours because I my only time to watch a stream. Mm-hmm. And I missed Takyasugi doing that well. When I, when I stopped watching, it was like just after Stupendous lost. Oh. I didn't really see the rest of the tournament. Yeah. I really got to see that. Takyasugi's Alex is the truth. Like, it is really the truth. Now, a lot of people, like, I saw some people were like, oh, what, this is an online tournament? They get as many, like, Ricky got as many points for winning Defend the North as uh, XSK Samurai did for winning this event here. And so some people were kind of sad because, like, some people might have been able to compete in this tournament without having to travel to defend the North, et cetera, et cetera, you know, so, but the thing is, there's so many events now, I'm not, I'm not sure, like, how this would have been resolved, and 
I mean, look, the more people who can qualify in different areas, it's great. the better. Yeah. So, uh, and, and certainly, if you've watched the grand finals between XSK Samurai and Takisugi, they absolutely deserve it because that level of play was ridiculous. Of course, XSK Samurai really eked by because Xian killed, Xian, I should say, from Texas, did beat him, but dropped a combo. He did Nikali Super too early and uh, went under him. XSK Samurai made the comeback, won the next game, eliminated Shen, and then course, they went yeah. to Grand Finals, yeah. And I did see from some people, I think it was Shen and somebody else, I think it was Fubardak said that when they played against uh, XSK Samurai that the connection wasn't great from their side of things. Obviously, Vi oh. was just a spectator and it looked great to us and everything. So, you know, I think the uh, from the level of play that I saw in Grand Finals, I, I do think their match connection was good. Okay. But, you know, what's your opinion on this? Like, do you feel like that these online tournaments are should get as many points as something like Defend the North? Do you think it should get less points? Yeah, I do, because it's going to be their only chances for a lot of people uh, to qualify. And just because you qualify, right, this doesn't mean that you're in Capcom Cup. No, no, no. This just gets you to that North American event, the right. qualifier event. Right. So uh -huh. then you can do work if, if, you're, if you're deserving of making it into Capcom Cup. Mm -hmm. Then that's where you do the work. So right. I, I think that bringing in more qualifiers into that makes, makes sense. Clearly the online play got to be better. Capcom has to do work on that. But mm -hmm. yeah, I like it. What about you, Steve? Yeah, see, the thing is about it, like, I come from, and I, I hate to say it, but, like, I hate online. Like, unless it's flawless, and we have these games out here that have really good netcode, like, Killer Instinct, and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Tekken Tag Tournament 2, even and Guilty Gear is getting up there as well. Like, even Mortal Kombat, right? So, exactly, yeah, Mortal, oh, yeah, Mortal Kombat. Not to be forgotten, Mortal Kombat. Um, it's just the fact that, like, I don't know, I'm one of those players that, that something like that sticks out inside of my mind so if i'm playing someone who is online and considered really good or whatever the case may be like i feel like it's a lot of people's intention to say hey i mean but with the exception of a few of these names like xsk samurai and Heshin, uh, shin and uh lamer boy and Fuerug and uh f champ like it, it, the first perception of that is going to be like oh these guys are frauds they qualified online um all I'm saying is, with it kind of just throws it off unless the connection is better. I feel like with better resources and having better internet, I feel like it validates them that much more. I feel like it, it'll even help the quality of player that would actually make it out, but that's just my two cents. No, I, I think you're right about that. I think you're right about that. I just think that even for right now, when the, I mean, the online is crappy, it has to be better. But I still like the idea of giving somebody who qualifies in a way that they couldn't otherwise do or would have trouble otherwise do, so uh, make it into that. I, I think that's actually really sick because uh, I think it's it's one of the things that separates like the FGC from like major sports because you're playing with professionals. These guys have been playing for years, and if you don't get to travel as much and you're not able to travel, being able to even have a chance to do that is actually kind of, you know, that's groundbreaking. Like, that's amazing for you. So I think it's really cool. Like, I, I completely agree. Yeah, the one thing that I will say, the one thing I will say is that uh, I don't know if we would see Takyasugi any other way. Because he's sponsored by Ultra Arcade. Oh, so cool. Brandon obviously knows him because he's from San Antonio, right? So they know how good he is. But man, watching him play, and he made Alex look legit. Like, Alex was frightening the Sick, way he was I gotta playing. See this. 
So yeah, I was I was really impressed with him, and yeah, if it wasn't for that online tournament, we wouldn't know who Takisugi is. So uh, I'm I'm super happy with the online tournaments. I, you know what? Like you said, it just gets them to the North American qualifiers. It doesn't yeah. really do much, and uh, outside of that, they still have to prove themselves in that environment. So. Right. Okay. Okay. So Any that other was, events? Uh, uh, there was also the Vanguard. So if you think it's confusing that you need to qualify to one, okay. So Vanguard. Uh, here I'm gonna. I don't the have the Red Bull series. Yeah, I don't have a. I don't have a thing here. Uh, a page for that. Oh, so okay, just put it back. Switch it back. So Red Bull has this series of qualifiers, qualifiers. for a qualifier. For a qualifier. Yeah. I mean, literally, that's yeah, what, it is. That's what so, it is. So six cities. <laughs> there's six cities, right? There's Los Angeles, Seattle, Philadelphia, Atlanta, and Chicago. Each one of those cities, those five cities, the top three point scorers in a series of four events. So in SoCal, it's Vanguard. Yeah. Right? Uh, the other ones, they have different names. Yeah. So in a series of four events, the, uh, the top three score, point scorers will all get to travel to Santa Monica for the Proving Grounds. And one from Toronto. And Toronto, the sixth city, you only get one person from right. Toronto to travel to there. So that makes 16 people total. They will play in the Proving Grounds. And if you win the Proving Grounds, then you qualify for the Battlegrounds, which is the North America qualifier for CPT, the same event that people are getting sent to for winning ranking events. Right. Hey. Yeah, so the first Vanguard in SoCal, Chris G, won that one. Still confused, just FYI. Yeah, uh, don't blame you. Sorry. Don't blame you. But uh, uh, Chris G won that over Kelvin Jeon in the first Vanguard, right? Yeah. So uh, Chris G qualified to get to that. So now the second Vanguard had exact same situation, NorCal versus Chris. And this time it was Rom going up against Chris T. <laughs> so literally we had like a similar situation there and uh Chris T prevailed coming from the loser side nice. of the bracket uh defeating Rom two sets and was able to take it so <laughs> Okay David <laughs> what Are you warm? Are you Oh uh, uh, yeah a little bit. A little okay, bit. Okay. Hey all right um is that it for events? Yeah well so that was Vanguard events right there so uh but yeah Chris T uh, definitely uh, played really well, so he's gonna be able to go to the proving grounds. Cool. Okay. Cool. Mm, okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> um, I'm making good use of my Surface Pro pen. <laughs> anyway, anything else to say right now? Uh, no, that's all I have for events right there. Uh, oh, Rage happened this weekend too. I don't have the results of that one. That was the oh, one. Oh wait, Wizard World happened too. Oh, Wizard World. Jeez, there was a lot of oh, events this weekend. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, so Steve, tell us about Wizard World while I look up Rage results. So Wizard World, first off, Justin won with Jury. Um, really? Yeah. Oh man. Uh, he was showing some really like for it to be first weekend Jury. He was showing some pretty good strategy. Um, he, I even did like a little interview with him afterwards. And he talked about how, like, uh, he saw where she couldn't, what he didn't understand, and he made sure he didn't go into that area. Like, he didn't put himself in any unnecessary situations. Um, mm -hmm. Second was a Cami player, actually, who beat Gutex to get second place. Oh, man, what was his name? Was it Alan, I think it was, or? Um, what, what was his name? Well, I can't remember his name, but he beat Gutex. Okay. Gutex was really salty when it happened. 
Um, and it was a, a lot of uh, nice players from the whole Ohio scene who actually came out. Nice. Um, like I said, that one guy did beat Gutex. Um, I know Sevman was there. Um, <clears throat> I really wish I could remember this guy's name. I feel really bad. I do apologize. It's all but yeah, it, it was a lot of uh, people from the scene that actually came out to enter the Street Fighter tournament. Also, this was in Ohio just now? Yeah. Okay. It was in Ohio. Actually, uh, Oh My God is Andre was there as well. Oh, cool, okay, okay. And I believe he lost to the Cami player too. Ah, interesting. Mm, okay, so. okay. Uh, some people are saying it was Shin Lad from Pittsburgh, yes. Pennsylvania. Shin uh, actually, no, let me take that back. Shin Lad says it's Shin Lad from Pennsylvania. <laughs> That's nice. Sorry, Shin Lad. I didn't mean to be mean. I just forgot. But yes, he was sick. He was real. He, he had... You guys should definitely watch it. That's all I can say. Okay, just, okay. Good stuff, stuff, good stuff. There you go, Cammy. Strong characters. So. Indeed. All right. And then also uh, this weekend, I'll pull this up here. Uh, do 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 The Rage Tournament, which was really stacked, actually. A lot of really strong players. Uh, oops, it's cut off on the edge over here. Oh, no. I apologize. Uh, there we go. Problem solved. Okay, there we go. So you see, uh, this was a really stacked tournament in Japan. Uh, or was yeah, it in Japan, or was it, uh, where was it, where did it take place? Uh, I think it was in Japan. But uh, look at this list of players here that yeah. you see. But Yukodon did take it with Nash over Kazunoko's Kami. And uh, Tokido was in there with Ryu, Nuki, Chun-Li, Fudo, Armika. Actually, this I think Infiltration was at this tournament, and Fudo beat Infiltration. So the response, okay. of course, was download incomplete, right? So Ooh, dang. Yeah, that's what I heard some people saying. All right. So there you go. There you go. Uh, oh, oh, no, 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 no. That's right. They, they He wasn't in the tournament. This event was, they played through the tournament, and then all of a sudden at the end, they brought in two secret bosses, which were Infiltration and Snake oh, Eyes. Wow. What? Like, Infiltration and Snake Eyes came from nowhere, and, and they played in, 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 in exhibition matches. Okay. That's what it was. What happened? Snake Eyes played against Tokido, and I think Snake Eyes oh, beat Tokido. The, the battle log is there. Oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. So, yeah, uh, Snake Eyes ended up beating Tokido 2-1, to one, and Fudo beat Infiltration 2-0. to zero. Yeah, like Snake Eyes was in Japan. Like he just showed up. It was in a hood. Like he walked out there, and then like he took off the hood, and it was Snake Eyes. And it was like, what? yeah, uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Oh, I gotta Isn't see that this. Sick. I want to see that. Yeah, for sure. Well, someone says here are their secret entrances. So I'm gonna copy this link address and see what we got over here. Hang on a second. I'm gonna switch it back to the main camera because I just want to make sure someone's not like trolling me with this. Smart man. Uh, that looks legit. Yeah, this is definitely legit. It's from Furious Blog. Furious Blog yeah. is a great yeah, yeah. site. So, yeah, let's go back to here. All right, so we're going to show you what the thing is. Do you have the video, the uh, audio going? Uh, I could turn on the audio, actually. Uh, yeah, yo, Steve, um, don't talk for like a minute. <laughs> yeah, coming from nowhere, dude. Snake Eyes, and I guess, do they even have his name written here? That's funny. Dig this music here. Oh! 
Dude, he's trying so hard to hide and it's like not succeeding at all, so. I mean, Snake Eyes didn't really hide very well either. Snuck in there as a secret boss. So yeah. Right? That's it. <laughs> wow, that is so cool. That is cool. That is cool. Well, shout outs to them. Shout outs to Snake Eyes getting to go back to Japan. Yeah, that's Snake cool. Snake Eyes has been in Japan twice as many times as, like, infinite more times than I have now. Plus so. two. Yeah, exactly. So. Me too, man. Yeah, but there you go. So that took place this weekend. Uh, great tournament. Storm Kubo's using Alex now? Mm-hmm. Oh, good stuff. Okay, so he got seventh. He, got, he tied for seventh with Alex at a stack tournament. Cool. So definitely showing that Alex has that potential as well. So, But that's all I have for events. You want to okay. take a quick break? Well, actually, hang on. Let me pull something up really quick. Uh, do I have the right one? Let me do tinyurl.com, FGC Cal. See if there's anything specific coming up this weekend. Uh, I don't have anything uh, in particular coming up this weekend that's of note, but like I said, the, the, this calendar isn't as well tracked as the previous ones as we've had before. So we're gonna take a break, and when we come back, um, if you're in chat, if there's any events that you know of coming up this weekend that you would like us to shout out, let us know and we'll definitely do that. So we'll be right back, guys. I'm gonna turn on the air conditioner again. Air conditioner. Oh, man. I just need to get a quieter air conditioner that doesn't sound like a jet engine. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. So. Oh, man. That's right, Daigo statue comes in a set from Connecticut. If you see the evil Ryu and the Oni in the background of our stream, that is from Connecticut, as well as the Dolls poster, the Chun-Li poster, and the Blanca poster that you see back there. Good quality stuff. Connecticut statues. I mean, based on the, 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 the evil Ryu and the Oni one that we have, like, there's just a lot of cool ways that that thing puts together, so. Yeah, it looks cool. Yeah, it had like all the little magnet pieces that you could yeah. pull off and stuff, so they don't break in the box and stuff like that, so. Yeah, so check this one uh, earthquake story out. So I was watching hockey in the Bay area. And uh, I was watching <clears throat> the San Jose Sharks play. Uh -huh. And I was in Berkeley. Probably like an hour drive, just a bit less. And all of a sudden, the San Jose Sharks arena announcers were like, we're having an earthquake. We're having an earthquake. <laughs> you know, it wasn't a big deal earthquake, but uh -huh. like they were talking about it, uh -huh. you know? And then so I was in my college dorm. And I was like, Hey everybody, we're gonna have an earthquake! And no. lo and behold, 20 seconds later, we had the earthquake. Really? It rolled all the way up to, to where we were. So everyone thought you were like a genius? Yeah, everybody was like, how? I, I don't understand. Like, it's not even genius. It's like, uh -huh. that doesn't make any sense. Right. Uh -huh. How could that happen? Yeah, that's terrifying. And you just were like... I was I like, hey, you know what? Sometimes you get it right. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. I legit started screaming. Like, I contemplated yeah, I not wiping my ass. Hey, can you, can you pump Steve? 
Huh? Set? I can't hear Steve. Oh, you can't hear Steve? Uh, try now. Hello? Hi. There you go. Okay. No, I was saying, so, like, I was legit sitting on the toilet, like, pants down to my ankles. And, like, the house started shaking. And I was like, oh, shit. And the first thing that came to mind was, like, do I run and hide with my pants around my ankles or do I wipe my ass? Like, which... What decision do I make? So I just started screaming because I didn't know what was about to happen. I thought the house was going to collapse on me. <laughs> I could hear, like, I could, like, look out the window and saw people standing across the street just outside. I'm like, how are they just standing there? Like, nothing is happening right now. Well, like, I was legitimately freaked out. Like, how bad was it? Dude, it was like the, the I guess that bad one we had uh, late last year. And I knew it was bad because, like, one of the, the store I worked at, the round one I worked at, they said, like, ceiling panels and stuff fell down and the whole nine. Power was out. It was weird. I gotta, I gotta be honest, Steve. I don't remember a bad earthquake. Yeah, I know. And, wow. and having panels fall from the ceiling is like, man, like that's not. How was that, man? What if something hit you in the head, James? But it's a ceiling tile. If it yeah, hit me in on. the head, you would recover from that, like no problem. Yo, those things are purposely made to be light. Right? They're purposely made to be light. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. That's the whole point of it. No, that's true. Feel terrified. I'll see how you guys just think it's okay. All right, so Steve, here's another cool earthquake story. The day after the Northridge earthquake happened, uh, I stayed home like a bunch of other people did, and there was a big aftershock the day after, and I was in my garage, and when it happened, I was just like, okay, I'll just run outside, just, you know, uh -huh. like, if you can easily get outside, you should do that, uh, as long as there's nothing big around. And so I did that, and I could see the street going up and down. I could see the street doing the little wave. Oh, you mean like, like a roller coaster? Yeah. Oh, no, man. Yeah, it was awesome. That is the big That actually kind of freaks me out a little. Bro, I think that's yeah. super cool. That's one of my favorite things that I've seen. I don't see how that's cool. I, I <laughs> really? I, it's like so interesting. Like, no, like nothing happened. It wasn't that... It was, a, it was a serious aftershock, but like that didn't cause any damage. Mm -hmm. It was just... I don't so you just think that this, that there's never gonna be an earthquake strong enough to like just be of importance like you just of will never matter yeah of course it could happen tomorrow it could happen during this show Steve are you taking a dump right now <laughs> <No. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> what would you do if an earthquake happened right now where you I mean I would Right, so that's supposed to protect us at least from the tornado that comes afterwards. Yeah, actually, if you're underground, then you're safer typically. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. What? Yeah, it's true. There's there's less shaking. Yeah, it's true. That's true. Oh my god! So I have to go. I have to get to James's house. Hey, in case Steve, there's an earthquake. Steve, also, if you're in an airplane and you're flying over some someplace that has a serious earthquake, you won't even be safe because the way that the air reacts, if it's an up-down kind of earthquake. The air will push the airplane. All right, I'm done listening. Make it go so erratically. David Spray Live. Yeah, I'm serious. Enforcing the earthquake. All right, okay, okay, I'm turning the volume. We're coming back to the show so we can stop talking about this. Okay, hang on a second. Okay, all right, welcome back to the show where we continue to survive in the Los Angeles area <laughs> despite the constant threat of earthquakes. Oh my god. Constant okay. threat of earthquakes. Which is to be taken just as seriously as the constant actual inability to go outside of your house 
in cold weather as much of the country experiences or just as seriously as the multiple hurricanes that happen every single year. Oh, Jesus. You know what? Or the multiple tornadoes that happen every single year. And now you're just railing on me on the internet because I chose to share with you. Not cool. I'm worried more about fires than I am about earthquakes. That's actually pretty legit because we just had a giant fire over here. Is it contained yet? I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah, we, I mean, it's like an annual brush fire that we have yeah. in, in Southern California. So, anyways, uh, some people did point out that there is going to be the uh, sixth Topanga Charity Cup taking place this weekend. Oh, cool. Uh, at, on August 6th at 10 a.m. in Japan. And it's like teams. Yo, you got to put some of those up on the it's internet. It's a team. T- oh, oh, I like see what you're saying. The, yeah, like, okay, those teams okay, are okay, crazy. Okay. Hang on. Oh, let's check it out. Hang on. Let me get this over here set up. Boom. Like this. Bam. Got it. Bam. There we go. Okay, 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 okay. So what we have here, um, look at these teams. Those teams are super stacked. 178 plus teams so far, right? So we got Mago, Wow, Yaichi, Mochi, Sabahani, and Iki on one team. Daigo, Saku. Aru, Jobin, and Santaru on another team. Momochi, Choco, Haku, Yamaguchi, Johnny on another team. Tokido, Nemo, Kuroda, Snake Eyes, and Hamako. Yo, Snake Eyes is pairing with Kuroda. Uh, live vicariously, please. Jeez. Through Snake Eyes. Dude, and wow. Hameko, the ridiculous uh, yeah, tech monster. Tech monster. Uh, and and, and uh, which magazine does he write for? He writes for Ford Gamer. Oh, right? uh, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Dude, wow. a lot of these teams are absurd. By the way, look Bon-chan, at number six. Oh, I was about to say seven. Okay, okay. six is Kurahashi, Kurahashi Muteki, Guile, oh. Ando, and Sasori. Is this team super turbo in SF5? I know, right? Look at seven. Wait, hang on. Look at seven. What? Bonchan, Fudo, Haitani, Nyanshi, and Mise. Yeah, and then nine is Sien, Eita, Dogura, Goichi. That, this is... Vanau, Kokujin, that's wild. Yo, that's 14. team third strike. Look at 14. 14 is KSK, Kazunoko, Ren, Soji, and Itazan. Where's Infiltration at, dude? I mean, he's obviously there. Maybe Control F Infil. Maybe know. he didn't. Maybe he didn't show up. Maybe he didn't stick around long enough for that. So I don't see his name anywhere. Just Control so. for. Just, just, okay. Oh, okay. Nope. 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 No Infiltration. So there you go. Dang, dude, that's so sick. There's like the ST team, there's the third strike yeah, team, I know, there's right? like Machibo's in there. Like, are those other folks Guilty Gear players? Oh, let me see. Uh, Machibo, Akira, Kami. I'm not sure, actually. Okay. I don't know those guys. So there you go. Wow, this is really interesting. I, uh... Raiketsu, Inoue, Itsuki. Yo, Mester, Rao. Dude, there's a lot of old school guys there are here, too. Old school dudes in here. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Okay, cool. Dude, it's, it's taking players in there, dude. That is crazy. Well, that's well, taking place this weekend. Um, yeah, thanks for the heads up. Apparently, it's going to be on twitch.tv slash TV. I'm so in there. there. You go. Yeah. Definitely. I'm pretty sure I'll be around this weekend. That is going to be one to watch. Yeah, for sure. Shout outs to, uh, to you know, uh, the uh, who is this? Uh, Kakuge7 on R Kappa for that information. Yeah, for sure. So, good stuff. Very there. interesting. Okay. That's... Uh, Wait, what was the stream? The stream? Twitch.tv slash Topanga TV. Cool. So it will be on Twitch, so we'll be able to watch it. So definitely want to watch that. So Very cool. That is going to be crazy. Yeah, oh, my be, God. <laughs> that's going to be ridiculous. Uh, 
But uh, let's let's talk a little bit about some just general news. Uh, as you can see, I've highlighted uh, games, community, and miscellaneous all at the same time. We've got a couple of cool things going on. Uh, first of all, uh, the stats came out, and it said that there was almost two million unique viewers for Evo on ESPN2. Almost two million unique viewers on there, and they lasted an average of 20 minutes. Wow. So that's really impressive. Uh, and, uh, is that and, high? Is 20 minutes high? I don't know. Uh, I mean, for a three-hour show, probably not super high, considering a lot of people probably watched all three hours of it. But still, almost two million unique viewers, and someone put up a statistic. Uh, they tweeted it to Mr. Wizard, and I, I, I saw that it, I think it was the third highest esports event on TV, like, of all time or something like that. Wow, so, okay, all in, right. In terms of uh, viewerships on, on national TV kind of thing. So, That's really nice. So there you go. Super, super cool stuff, so... Um, also, uh, this is, I mean, I would have liked to have asked Sejam for more information on this one, but he's not around, but Combo Clash is going to show up at England with VS Fighting, and they're going to be a Killer Instinct World Qualifier. So we have a oh. Europe uh, Killer Instinct World Qualifier showing up. Um, also, another thing, too, I, I have this, so obviously there's been a lot of combo videos recently from Tekken 7 of Akuma just basically killing everybody. Yep. Right. Oh, yeah. Actually, uh, a bunch of uh, Sejam, even though he's not here, he uh, he played a bunch of Tekken 7 with mm. Akuma and actually beat Rip a match. It was kind of funny because it was just funny. And then, uh, yeah, I know, right? And then on top of that, uh, Gutex actually entered the Tekken tournament oh, okay. with the world because it's free to enter. And top eight pays out. And he said he got, he went two and two. There you so, go. Dude, that's genius, cool. genius that they're... But now, here's the interesting thing, though. I saw a tweet from Markman saying that the devs are paying attention, and he was showing some video of, I guess, um, adjustments that were taking away some of Akuma's combos. Yeah, yeah it, was I, a, it was a few things they changed. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I saw, like, there's a couple of combos he's been able to do where he does, like, multiple demon flips, and I, now I saw the second one where you can escape it from it with the roll. And so apparently they're trying to move yeah. Akuma a little bit. So uh, he might not be that strong, but still, it's still genius that it lets Street Fighter players come in and learn Tekken. I think that's that, I think that's great. Agreed. Yeah. Trust me, it's a lot of guys. We did like one of the boot camps for uh, Wizard World, and it was a guy who only played Street Fighter. He was like, I don't play other fighting games. Only play Street Fighter. And he's like, I played Ryu and I tried to play Akuma, and I'm waiting for him to come out in four. And then he played. In the he played in the boot camp and he was like, man, this is really cool. Like I'm definitely gonna buy this game now. With <laughs> nice. That's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah, I'm really happy to hear that. Oh, uh, what do you got there, David? Yeah, um, I was sent a little bit of info by uh, Wasminator about the Ozhado Nationals, which oh. are gonna be. This is of course in Australia. This is in Sydney, Australia, uh, 26th through 28th of August. Oh, okay, so it's not this weekend, but it's, it's coming. It's not this up. weekend, coming. but coming okay. up soon. So if you are you know, somewhere in Eastern Australia or you can get there easily, then, uh, you know, check it out or make some plans. That's Ozhado Nationals. Let's see if there's... It's cool. I mean, Ozhado's been around for a while, dude. They've been running yeah. events in Australia for a long time. This so. is Ozhado 14. Mm -hmm. And it'll be uh, an official ranking event for, the, for a CPT, so that'll be on... That means it's on twitch.tv slash Fighters. Is that right? Uh, I, if it's a premiere event, it's yeah, yeah. Oh, a, it's if it's ranking, event. no. It, ranking can be anybody. I see. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't see 
the stream info, but if okay. you have that in the chat, Wasminator, please let me know and I will say so, or if that co uh, info comes out next week, we can talk about it then. Okay. Thank you. Daigo will be there as well. Uh, they cool. said it's going to be twitch.tv slash ozhado. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, so just O-Z-H-A-D-O-U. Very cool. Okay. Okay, so hang on one second. <laughs> okay. Um, also, they just showed a video of Team China, Team Psycho Soldier from KOF 14 with uh, Athena, uh, uh, Kenso, and Chin. And, um, I mean, they look like what you would expect them to look like right. so far okay. so yeah uh, so uh, but uh, I've always liked Kenso because you know I always had to use the Chinese guy right so um, it's just the way I always am that's why what I want a privilege James that's why what I want to play Mei in Overwatch right just because she speaks Chinese and it just it makes me happy to hear Mandarin like in the middle of the game like I've that, never so. had Hasid to pick of my own yeah I know right Aww. Aww. Enjoy your privilege. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they also did some uh, King of Fighters demo analysis with like frame rate and input lag and such. And uh, Mike Z uh, even went in and like did a bunch of research. And oh. what he had actually found was that uh, at 1080p it performed slightly better than 720p, which makes sense because there's like downscaling or whatever like that. Okay. But in general, it was about 5.5 frame, 5 .5 frames of lag, which is equal to what Ultra Street Fighter 4 was. Uh, that we're all used to. So Street Fighter Five is at eight frames, and uh, four and I guess now KOF are about at five point five. So interesting. Um, okay. Seems to be uh, working pretty good there. Um, also, um, really interesting story here. Here, let me bust out the link for this. I'm gonna I'm gonna switch over here. Um, some arcade collect some arcade uh, collector found this game called Kenju. Okay. Like, it's just like this game that was developed for, um, what was the system? It's the system is for... Oh, yeah. Yeah, Thomas Wade. The, yeah. The SNK game, right? Yeah, there's some SNK game. even? Yeah, that never came out. It was, like, canceled, and so, like, they were given uh, access to it. No huh. one sure why it's, it's been canceled. It's beautiful. It's a really yeah, pretty game. Yeah, so, I mean, I can play, like, some of these videos here, you know. Let me check this out. It's like a 3D game from... That's really funny. Look at this. So this is one of those games that never actually made it out in, uh, on the Thomas Wave uh, engine here. So look at this. <laughs> huh. That looked kind of cool. What, what year is this from? Uh, this has had to have been a long time ago. This has had to have been a long, long time ago. Yeah. I think it's around the time of rival schools, actually. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, so there you go. It's just always cool to find these kind of things. You know what I mean? I don't I, like. I just bring it up because it's just to me, it's like super interesting. Yeah. But if you want to check out the videos and read more about it, you can find it on uh, SRK over there. So. Um, cool. Uh, also, just for some. Um, oh yeah, some community information. So, uh, you and I, as well as D One and a bunch of other people, managed to go to Kuwait. Oh yeah. Earlier in the year, and uh, that group, the the Fikra Gaming. Uh, filmed a lot of us, asked us questions, did a lot of interviews so they could put together a documentary. That documentary has been released, so you can oh, actually cool. go and view that now. Uh, you can check that out and see what uh, the players have to say about it. Cien was one of the people there. Ryan Hart was one of the people there. Yeah, Gutex. You, yeah, Gutex was there, so you can see all the people talk about that. Um, it is on SRK. You can find it there if you just look up Kuwait Battle Royale. 
but you can also find it on uh, YouTube, uh, on the Fikra KW channel on uh, YouTube. F-I-K-R-A-K-W. Yeah, let me see if you can actually just go straight there from like user slash Fikra KW. And indeed you can. My so experience in Kuwait Battle Royale 2016. With that's D1. Thanks, D1. Yeah, thanks, D1. So it's youtube.com slash user slash Fikra KW. K-double-D-U, K-double-U. K-double-D-U. I've always pronounced it that way, K-double-D-U. I don't know why. Double-D-U. Yeah, double-D-U. But uh, yeah, definitely check that out. Um, I have not had a chance to watch it yet. Yeah. But I will definitely take some time to sit down and watch that. So uh, That was an interesting, super interesting week, of mm -hmm. course. Mm -hmm. uh, but that was uh, an interview that they did with us on the last day we were there, it was just before we left, mm -hmm. and, um, or just before I left, I think. All of us, all of us, yeah, because as we all wandered out for our airplanes, he did that in the order of whose flight was That's coming true. up. Yeah. yeah, so I was actually the last you one because awesome. I had the last flight. Right, so. so that was an interview done in Yusuf's house, Yusuf, the guy who, who runs mm -hmm, Fikra, mm -hmm. uh, and it was great that he, he like invited us into his family's home, and um, you know, we had a whole conversation about he. Dude, we had at least two feasts at his house. Yeah, too. we did. But like this, this conversation was, you know, what you like about Kuwait? What mm. didn't you like about Kuwait? Which I thought was a very fair question to be asked. Mm. Uh, and I was honest about, and um, you know, talked about the scene there. A lot of really interesting things. I I haven't yet seen what everybody else said, but uh, I thought that it, they asked really interesting questions. Yeah, so I, was, yeah. I was happy to do that. Interview. And, and Yusuf made it explicitly told us he's like, don't just because we're interviewing you, don't like feel like you're yeah. obligated to say nice things. Yeah. You know, like speak from the heart, like tell exactly what you're thinking and such. Like it was that. really cool. Check um, it out. Uh, but a couple of extra uh, community things. Uh, Zero, a Smash 4 player, has the Zero to Hero series, and he always puts out new content for oh, learning yeah. how to play Smash 4. So he has a new one for training tips for Smash Brothers Wii U. Check that out as well. You can find that on SRK. SRK. A couple of um, signings recently. Um, Samus Main in Melee, Duck, has joined the Melee on Me team. May the Miom team may lay it on the team. And uh, of course, uh, Stupendous was recently just signed to yep. Dark Siding. Uh, I think we did talk about Chris Deterian joining EVB already, right? So, yeah, so uh, another player, and I, I love how Vi is like, yo, SoCal Wednesday Night Fights is like a is like a interview spot for like uh, people to be sponsored. Yeah, <laughs> it's a breeding ground, man. Yep. Anybody who's anybody getting sponsored now. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're looking for people to sponsor, you might want to go to Wizard Eye Fights. Look, I'm just going to say this, right? In March, I did say sponsor L.I. Joe. Over the weekend, I said you should be sponsoring XSK Samurai. Because mm -hmm. that guy's super good. He needs to go places. I would really like it if he could travel more. Yeah, yeah. he's one of the most talented players. In my view, yeah. one of the most talented players in the country because he does such good work with a scene that is pretty small. Mm -hmm. pretty I mean, small. he has to travel to NorCal all the time to play. Which is hours. Yeah, so he has to drive at least, like, it's like like maybe two and a half hours or something like that just to even get there, so. Mm. Uh, but XSK Samurai is awesome. But, again, don't want to take anything away. Anyway. Awesome that Stupendous got For sponsored. Sure. Uh, hope Team Dark... I mean, look, I know that uh, Chris T is being treated super well by EVB. I even talked to some of them at EVO. Okay. And, you know, I mean, they, I didn't even say anything. They came up to me and they were like, 
like we are not gonna be one of those sponsors. Yeah, we're gonna yeah, take yeah. care of it. He's gonna be, you know, they that's me too. yeah. They just like we're st- so you know, and and from what I've talked to Chris, Chris is like they are taking care of him really well. So happy for him. Hopefully, you know, Stupendous finds the same from Team Dark Sided as well. So that's a team based in Australia, if I'm not mistaken, ah. and so they're venturing forward into the Street Fighter community. Interesting. Here, okay. So. And then uh, last thing, just because it's a personal pet peeve of mine, so I'm super happy. Shoutouts to Pop Culture Shock. Um, they are coming out with new figures. They showed some uh, figures from San Diego Comic-Con here. You can see that they've Ooh. got an Oni, a Chun-Li, an M. Bison Uh-oh. here. <laughs> and they've got an Alex, and they've got a Ryu. Look, I'm just happy because they're making figures for dudes. Like, please make a Johnny Guilty Gear figure. Like, please. Like, if you just do oh, that, like the I will. Characters. Yeah, the male character. I will throw money at the screen. Like, if you can just start doing that. Dude, like, Alex. Dude, I. Uh, yeah, Alex is actually pretty nice. I Alex, think he looks janky as hell in SF5, but he looks yeah. cool. Dude, I would have loved a Sodom. Like when I used to play Alpha okay. all the God, time, I would have so loved nice. to have a Sodom figure. I that probably would have cool. gotten even like a guy figure or whatever like that. They just don't exist. Like, I've actually literally looked on eBay, like, through the yeah. interwebs, everywhere. Like, half of these things don't ex- don't exist, right? So Yeah, I, I would get a Q. Yeah, sure. see? That would that, that'd be sick to have, like, a Q Shit, I would get a Q. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Just so I can get some variety behind me here. I mean, <laughs> it's not too bad, it's actually, too bad right, right now, now thanks, yeah. to, thanks to the evil Ryu and the Oni back here. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> But uh, yeah, shout out to Pop Culture Shock. They make great stuff, but I will say this. Their stuff is very, very pricey. Ooh, actually, they have some more pictures Ooh. here. Uh, their stuff is very pricey. Dude, check out that bison. That bison's pretty that cool. That bison's dude. really sick, It actually. comes with different <laughs> hands. Yo, you He's can got... change the hands and the face. He comes with different faces. Yeah. Look just below. Just, just oh, below. Oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, there you go. Yo, you, you have like a Smile bison on. hand graveyard. Dude, that's cool. <laughs> actually, graveyard. you know what would be really funny is if you put bison in a graveyard and you had some of those hands just coming out of the earth. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably what really I would do. Funny. That'd, that'd be pretty cool. That'd be yeah. pretty cool. I had some friends that did that in high school. Uh, they were making all my chemical romance, but good yeah. people nonetheless. Yeah. yeah, I probably wouldn't be able to get most of these, unfortunately. They did make that cami figure that I, I, I do really want very badly because that cami figure is really sick. But uh, these figures, very cool. So shout outs to Pop Culture Shock. They definitely do a lot of good work. Very expensive. They do have payment plans. Um, so, um, good work though. If that, if you, if you find value in that, then uh, get in there. <laughs> I think, it's, I think it's cool. I mean, if the, if my favorite characters were in such a situation, right? Exactly, right? You, yeah. I would do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I, I would have been. I mean, I'm glad. Obviously, I'm a fan of Felicia and Cammy. So there's not gonna be any shortage yeah. of Felicia or Cammy anywhere. Right? Is there? So. Is there Zappa, Steve? There's no. I Zappa. wish. There's no. Yeah, Zappa that would be Steve. super sick. That would, I would cry. Like I would legit cry. Like, can you like, imagine, like, a Zappa, like, you know how there was just different hands and stuff for Bison? They just have the different summons? Right? Like Rao and the, oh, my God. Yo, the Rao would be super cool. Oh, yeah. my God, that would be amazing. Dude, that would be, that would be ridiculous. That, see, look, there's a market out there for this. Yeah. People have to know. Yeah. You know? Oh, man. Man, that, that sounds really cool, dude. The yeah. huge Rao on him. That'd be awesome. Yeah. But uh, that's all I have here for uh, game news. Uh, just general news of uh, okay. games community miscellaneous. Okay. So, uh, anything else that you guys wanted to talk about? Well, like... people are talking about some Smash stuff yes. in the chat. Uh, I was mostly out of social media 
over the weekend, mm -hmm. and I'm not sure what they're talking about. So I will just say this. There was an article on SRK that got put up. It was an editorial okay. uh, where somebody basically kind of uh, insinuated that Smash 4 people need to stop complaining because they need to prove themselves first and all this other stuff, and it's like they had the second highest entrance at EVO, like... Where do they need to prove themselves? You know, in, like in order to do what? In order to get the pre the preferential treatment, like top eight Sunday, oh. and like and all these other things. Like a lot of people kind of agreed the article was not very good. Like okay. and, like it came out to universal pandering, okay. basically. Yeah, a lot Fair of people were mad at this. But then also, uh, so you heard what happened to Gimmer, right? Very very unfortunate yes, situation. Yes, I did. That is terrible. Yeah, that was really Joe, terrible. Steve, did, did you hear about that? No, I didn't. Uh, he finally, for the first time in his life, after being super OCD, said, you know what, fine, this is too much work for one man, I'll hire somebody else to help me. <laughs> the guy accidentally clicked the checkbox of select all videos, and he renamed every video to the same title. Like 6,000 videos. No, yeah, like not even, exactly. like, it was like, it was like, yeah, it was like 20,000, or was it just like 6,000 videos? It was so, uh, so, many thousands of videos. So even if they can revert it, unfortunately, the way that YouTube's algorithm will work and everything like that, it doesn't restore that, you know, so. So if you want to search for his videos, it's not going to come up as frequently. And he said that his, some big chunk, I think he said 30% of their mm -hmm. viewership comes from the, that kind of looking for older videos thing. Mm -hmm. Which is now going to be tougher. Yeah, so that's a crazy. That's, it's a really terrible situation. Crazy. And, uh, hopefully they can restore it. Other channels have had restorations before, and uh, hopefully he'll be able to get that kind of restored for him. But then he also got into a little bit of other uh, drama because he wrote a post on on Reddit, I believe it was, where basically he said that like. Ew. <laughs> Sorry, I was drinking water. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, I know. I was, there was no mystery well, Everybody there. could tell. Everybody <laughs> could Sorry, tell. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Um, but, uh, did they already fix the YouTube stuff? That oh, did they? Did so. they? Uh, now I'm in a loop. Okay. Oh, YouTube did fix it. Okay, okay. They fix it now. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, only 1,500 are still misnamed, but that's not bad at all. Well, okay. I'm glad to hear that. Shout out to YouTube. Shout out yeah. to YouTube. Okay. Uh, but the other thing that uh, happened was that Gimmer put a tweet out and he kind of gave the implication that the FGC kind of owes Smash and that Smash is keeping the FGC alive and that like if it wasn't for Smash Melee and stuff like that, that the FGC might not be as big as it is right now. And, you know, there was a little bit of that kind of implication there to which a lot of people did get mad because they were like, Smash Melee is only around because Evo had that donation drive, and if Skullgirls had won that, who knows what would have happened, et cetera, et cetera, so. I don't know. I don't think we take too much credit for that. Right. I mean, sure, it was at Evo, but it was because Melee did the work. Right. And even yeah, after yeah. that, like... That that year, there must have been just a few hundred people at Evo. Yeah. It's not that big. And they did the documentary and everything like yeah, that. Yeah, there's a lot so of other reasons than so, just the Evo thing. The one thing I want to say is just that, like, look, if you're a leader in the community, like Kimmer, right, the only thing I'm going to say is there's just no reason to fan these kind of fuel right now because the tensions are high. And, like, you know, a lot of people are mad, and I'm, I'm pretty sure we can work it out. Now... Having said that, Gimmer just went through something very traumatic and very upsetting, so 
not hard to have that kind of a response come yeah. out in, in this kind of situation. So I also don't do not put that much blame on him. He was probably just very emotional at the time, as any of us would be if it felt like your entire like six year career of YouTube videos just went up in smoke, right? So you know, th there's definitely a precedent for him coming out and saying something like that. Look. I know I it's it's we're community leaders and stuff like that, right? So yeah, Steve. I, yeah, and so I'm always trying to promote, you know, um, you know, understanding each other, working with each other, and I know there's all this right. talk about melee trying to or, or smash community just leaving Evo and all this other stuff like that. I mean, it's just I feel like there's so much to benefit from everybody working with each other, and there's a lot of people in the FGC proper that are like F smash get rid of them we don't need them and then there's smash like we don't need them and it's just like we can help each other we can help each that's, other that's definitely true yeah I think the number of both of those has been dropping though I mean there's certainly still holdouts that are being silly that smash isn't fighting games right, right. like there are still some of those but there's way fewer as a percentage than there were oh yeah, yeah right. way yeah, fewer yeah, yeah. Uh, um, and I you know I'm not super in inside of the melee and smash four scenes but uh, all the people I know personally are totally down with collaboration mm -hmm. between the larger FGC and them. So I don't know how many people that really is, but uh, look, I certainly get Smash 4 being upset about Evo, right? We talked about this during our Evo mm -hmm. recap. Um, they had a ton of players and they get good viewership mm -hmm. and they were not in that great of a position mm -hmm. when it comes to when the game, when the finals happen. You know, again, that part of that is because the game runs super long. Mm -hmm. and it's, right. just, it's hard to fit in on a Sunday. But, you know, certainly, like, there could, you could imagine a situation where Smash 4 was the final game or the yeah. second to last game or the third to last game. Like, it wouldn't be out of the question. It's just, uh, I mean, I get that they're, that they're upset. Uh, I hope that Evo does things better with them in the future, but it's not just with them. I mean, there were a lot of issues right. this year that right. Evo right. Evo has owned up to them. You know? Yeah, and, and I mean, with, like... with almost all the communities. Like I, I, I've been on Test Your Might, and they're complaining about how Mortal Kombat was treated, and their complaints are almost exactly the same as the complaints that Street Fighter Five people had, and mm -hmm. that Guilty Gear people had. Everybody yeah. had very similar complaints. We need more chairs. Like the layout's not yeah, that great. Yeah, yeah. We need more of the big I mean, screens. Why, why couldn't we sleep more? Because you put us on at yeah. like eight in the morning for yeah, the Mortal Kombat exactly. players. Yeah. I, I feel like that all just goes to show that like we're all still learning and growing. Like, as, as a lot of people so quick to go up in arms about what they didn't like or how it didn't fit them, I feel like it's a lot easier to, to look at take the the viewpoint and say, hey, we all still have stuff that we can work on because there's a lot of people that. James is right, that fuel that flame that, oh, it was done with malicious intent, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm like, no, that's not the case, it's just, sometimes the, the logistics don't work out for yeah. everybody, and I feel like that's always gonna be the case. I mean, people could be more vocal, the people in charge could be more vocal, but the point is, the fact that it's really, we're just now getting to the point where we're anything past grassroots in my personal opinion. <laughs> no, so, you're absolutely right. Uh so for somebody to get upset and be like, oh, it's because money and all this other stuff, I don't really think that plays a bigger part as you think it does. Like, yeah. as a lot of people think it does, so. I think you're right. Yeah, and then another thing, too, is just that, I mean, just judging from all the stories from people, 
I mean, like Filipino man, right? Like he he played from like 10 a.m. all the way to like freaking 11 p.m. on Saturday just because he got sent to losers in the first round and won the whole entire way through. But like everybody kind of had like less than optimal experiences. Yeah. And that's what's going to happen when you have nine uh, games like that. Now, obviously, you know, the Smash community, obviously all the communities have different personalities. Smash community definitely has a stronger sense of entitlement than a lot of other communities. That is definitely true. That is a definite, a valid criticism of them. I've said it years ago that, that they've been that way. But they have to realize that a lot of communities did get screwed over and they have to understand that it's a habit. It's no one community, like nobody on the Evo staff was like, you know what, screw these guys, we don't care about them. Let's just treat them badly because yeah, who cares? You know what I mean? They yeah. try to treat everyone equal. It was really hard. And uh, even someone did a calculation that in terms of number of stream, of amount of stream time, it was just like, it was Street Fighter Five, and then everybody else was pretty equal. Right, yeah. Uh, and so. and you have to you have to expect that Street Fighter Five is going to have that position. It had 5,000 players. It had two and a half times more than anybody else, or right. two times, whatever the number was. But, and it had, it has... Well, I don't know. Usually has the biggest viewership. I understand that Melee was right. different on Twitch this time. But that, that slot, that right before Street Fighter slots, is always the biggest right. one. So. And then plus another thing, too, I just want to reiterate, too. When the past previous years, when Street Fighter Four wasn't streaming on, like, three streams at once, how mad did everybody get? What? This match was played on right. stream? You guys suck, Evo. You guys don't care about our game. Right. And so this year... That like, happened this year. People still said that Yeah, uh-huh. And so it's happened also. So this year they're like, fine, we'll put Street Fighter on more streams because people want all these matches. Yeah. And now everyone's like, why is Street Fighter on so many streams? It's like... Uh, people were mad that, like... Phenom only got on stream once, oh, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. People are uh, still mad about stuff. Hugo so. 101 only got on stream. The only times he got on stream is when he lost. Right, yeah. Even though he got ninth place. Yeah. Right, so, so I don't know. It's, it's, uh, it's hard to make that kind of thing perfect. Yeah, so it, it's going to happen. And, and, you know, I, I do hope that a lot of the, the Smash leaders, like Prague, like like uh, Scar, like Toph, like a lot of those guys can talk about it and really try to get people to understand that that's what's the situation. It really it does it does take a lot of the leaders in the communities to be able to try to, you know, represent that properly. And 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 to run something like Evo is is hard. No one's going to it's like if you know that no one can come out completely satisfied, then you can come out satisfied. You know. Right. <laughs> Weird way to say it that no, way. I, I, I get know, it. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. That's all I have for that situation, so. And, and I feel like we could talk about stuff like that forever and ever. Like, but, I could rant about stuff like that forever and ever. Yeah. You can bring in 10 different people to our <laughs> community, and I'd still be able to talk about it. I mean, everybody for that matter. So right, right. I just feel like, once I, I just go back to my original point, we're all still growing. Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. it's not going to look 100% okay for everybody. It's not. But you have to remember, like, I mean, the way I see it is, you know the route it could go, and this is this is super ambitious thinking. But just how in each state you have to have a special like sports package to see everything, every game that's played mm. by a certain team. Yeah. Who knows? That might be something that's possible. I feel like it's a thousand times harder yeah, because true. you basically have virtually a thousand times more people right. you know to go through. But I mean, I feel like. There have been solutions that have come eventually yeah. to help the every 
complaint that's being voiced right now it's, in other fields. So who knows what can happen? I'll say just work with you, you know? And even yeah. last year, they, they ran like seven or eight streams and that caused a problem. Right. And if you saw Chris Seglia's Ask Me Anything on Reddit, he specifically went out and was like, please, can we lower it to five otherwise? Because last year, the streaming was kind of a disaster. A lot of people were mad because things didn't get streamed and things were late and like things couldn't get started on time and Steve is frying an egg or something like that. So. Sorry, that was me drinking the water again. Yeah, so. I know. <laughs> but, you know, so we, we lowered it to five so that we could run, a, so that Seglia could run a better ship. You mean number of streams? Yeah, the number of streams. And so now... Uh, and plus another thing is you you open it and now you're everyone's sucking from the same bandwidth and everything like that. So you know, it's a lot of logistics that people don't really understand of how hard it is because as soon as you run more streams, that's just a whole nother gigantic setup. Yep. You know what I mean? You a whole nother group of people running another stream for every stream that you add. It's like we're Dude, basically running another tournament. How much money do you think they spent on internet? Dude, I don't. At the Vegas Convention Center. Dude, I I'll tell the story again, the same story. I still remember one time I was like talking to someone. They're like, "Evil must be making billions of dollars." I'm like, "Are you kidding? Do you know how much things cost there?" I'm like, "How much do you think their internet costs for the weekend?" And he was like, "Well, my internet's like sixty bucks a month, so probably like sixty bucks." What? Yeah, that's literally <laughs> what the guy said to me. He thought that the Evo internet cost 60 bucks for the weekend. This was like maybe four years ago or something like that. But even four years ago, to even say that, like to not even understand that this, the internet at the Las Vegas Convention Center, to be guaranteed to have that bandwidth probably costs like tens or $20,000, $50,000 or something like that. That would be wow. my guess, because I know mm -hmm. that at the Vegas hotels, it's like, t it was, this I think was four or five years ago uh -huh. when I asked him about this, probably four years ago. Over ten thousand dollars. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So at the Las Vegas convention. That was years ago. Yeah. So I, I can't, you know. Yeah. Much know. more now, for sure. Exactly. So I mean, people don't know how expensive it is to run something like this, yeah. especially in a city like Vegas. And then of course, people are like, "Why not just? Why don't move it somewhere else?" I mean, like, dude, Vegas don't just Vegas is the right place to run it. So so. Uh, apparently, Ponder had a response to some of the Smash stuff. Uh huh. Uh, people were questioning whether venue fees were part of why they made decisions about which game to play when, I guess. Uh -huh, but, uh -huh. you know, he's saying that they did not. That was not the reason. Okay. Okay. Well, the, the anyway, cool, that's about it. The cool thing about it is that they're talking with people. They're trying. Oh, those yeah. ones. Yeah. The Ponder. They don't have to do that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ponder and, and Inkblot will talk. Right. So, in any case, uh, yeah. So, I guess anything else besides Smash Drama that. Anyone would like to hear about, or I think I'm uh, good. Why does it cost that much? Because they can make it cost that much. It's like a business, and yeah. the hotel knows that they can force you to pay exorbitant fees. Yeah, and also it's just it's not like home internet, right? Because like literally, if you are providing internet as a service to a company like that. And if it's not so beefy that it goes down in the middle of it, yeah. the companies can sue you oh, yeah. for that kind of thing. Which right? has happened. Right. So you have to guarantee that your hardware is like double, triple, quadruple, you know, Super like, robust. yeah, uh, make sure that if failover, like if this dies, this works, this dies, that works. Yeah. And so people don't know that this is, this is the cost of things of, of, of dealing with these kind of businesses, you know, and, um, 
that's how that's how that's what it's like being a TO. Talk to Javali. I mean, he's found like all these new venues. He wrote about. I should probably we should probably talk about. It. He found like a new venue that will, will be in twenty eighteen. Mm. But in 2017, it'll be at the Wyndham Resort one last year because uh, they couldn't get it in time. But okay. yeah, he was just like, he he's wondering if he can make it co- justify the cost of getting that uh, convention center in Daytona, I believe it is, which is an hour away from Orlando. Yeah. But yeah, okay. it's pretty crazy. So. Um, I'm a little bit disappointed with Demonology Warlock. I thought it would be more interesting than it is. Uh, I thought it would be more about micromanagement, but it seems, eh, which is it is a little bit, but... Is this a game? That would be more so. Talking about World of Warcraft. Oh, okay, okay. I was like, oh, okay, nerd talk. Nerd (laughs) nerd talk. Um, I mean, it's way way better than it was before, but I was kind of hoping that it would be a little bit different than it was. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there was definitely news that SCR um, is going to be at the eSports Arena this year. And they're going from 20 games to only seven games. I know the Marvel and the KI community are kind of angry about it because those two games aren't there. But Fi said he's re-looking into it, and they're going to try to figure out how to make it work. So, but uh, yeah. that's cool. Okay. That's, uh, yeah. Okay. Any random crap, Steve? No. I mean, I really wanted to talk. I felt like we should have spoke on Comic Con trailers and stuff last time, but I say we save that for another time. Right? And we need yeah. Sejam here as well exactly, to discuss that. Exactly. Okay, fair enough. Because uh, I don't want to talk about all that stuff without him. The cape. <laughs> oh, God. It was so Yo, you know what I'm... Yeah, Steve dude, knows what I'm doing without even God. seeing it. Yeah, uh-huh, dude. The, the cape. The cape. <sighs> okay. Uh, I haven't played Overwatch since before Evo. Hmm. All right. Okay, cool. All right, hey, thanks for hanging out with us. We'll see you next Tuesday. Yeah, thanks for calling in, Steve, so... No problem. I'll see you guys next week for sure. Okay, cool. Peace out, everybody.